Thank you. That's my Wolverine kicking ass with his claw sound effect. You like that? Oh, we can tell. Not really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm Kyle. And I'm Seth. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 191. <laughs> Bub. She's like you, except, you know, she's a little girl and she's got, like, claw feet and shit. Attention, parents. Logan is rated R for extreme kick-ass violence. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we will be reviewing Logan. Afterwards, we will talk about our top five news headlines of the week, some trailer talk, and conclude with what we've been watching this week. Remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. Now, guys, when we broadcast from the Dragon's Lair like we are doing right now, you must remember that spoilers are always abound, and we might talk like we're in a locker room, too. <laughs> we're going to grab some movie pussy. Exactly. There's going to be some intensity. Wolverine talk for this episode. Exactly. Yeah. Wolverine we're, talk. we're just as raw. I don't know if we could be as R-rated as this fucking movie. I was going to say, it was intense. <laughs> Alright guys, Logan is the 10th installment in the X-Men franchise, the final Wolverine film following X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and The Wolverine. Logan is more of a reboot than a sequel to The Wolverine films. It takes place in an alternate timeline established by X-Men Days of Future Past and X-Men Apocalypse. It is directed by James Mangold, who directed The Wolverine, Walk the Line, and a movie that I like, 310 to Yuma. Um, it stars Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Richard E. Grant, Boyd Holbrook, and Daphne Keene. Seth. We just left the theater, mm-hmm. walked out. It's one of those reviews where we don't have time to plan. We're just going to go off the cuff. What did you think of the movie? I liked it. Um, it was just uh, a little bit too R for my taste. How about that? Is it the Wolverine movie you've been waiting for? Well, okay. I was. I don't know if it was the... It might be the Wolverine movie that I've been waiting for. It definitely wasn't the X-Men movie that I've been waiting for because uh, Wolverine's got this whole, you know, lone gunslinger thing. He's always had that. Even in the X-Men movies, you get that. And this was just very much that. And, um, you know, what I enjoy about the X-Men and what makes them different is that, you know, it's teamwork. It's team building. It's, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. And there wasn't... Unfortunately, a lot of that because you know they had a very Mad Max dystopic future feel to it, which I liked. I liked. Oh that. no, yeah. I was gonna say when I was watching it, I felt like man, Brad's probably eating this up. Yeah, it's, just, it's Wolverine meets Mad Max. Like, uh, you know, real quick, can I speak to that real quick? Sure. Something I like about this is you could tell it's set. It's I think it's set in what twenty twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. What were some of the things that you guys noticed that were set in the future? Like it looked like some of the cars were driving themselves. Yeah, the trucks were. Uh-huh. The trucks like, were driving themselves. Yeah. So you have self driving vehicles. You have, um, you know, when they're walking out to the the cornfield or something. There's like some combines right out there. Were those? Yeah, yeah. Do they have like, like a futuristic look to them? Super futuristic. Like, yeah, they farm had like they stuff. look like. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say they look like dinosaurs. Yeah, were, yeah. yeah. But their cell phones look the same. Oh, they were a little different. <laughs> you know, I, I think guess. the cell yeah. phones was anyway. I like that it's just the car yeah. was different too. Yeah, yeah. Like the limo. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like that it's just hints. Of, like, a dystopian future. Yeah. They didn't go fucking balls right. out crazy. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, all the X-Men movies have kind of been like that, where it says the not-too-distant future, and then there's, like, you know, the different, uh, uh, you know, the X-Men have slightly futuristic technology and stuff. Yeah. So, makes sense. What do you think? Um, this was really, really R. Uh, there's a lot of blood and a lot of language. Uh, the language may have been a little much at times, um, but I feel 
feel that they ramped up and used their violence appropriately for their R. Because, uh-huh. um, I mean, we see it coming from Logan at first, and it's pretty bloody and, and messed up. And then... The opening scene? Yeah. What I, lo- I think I looked at one of you guys, and I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. this is yeah, this is some awesome stuff. Hyper-violence yeah. is a good word. Yeah. Really good. Like, that's the way I imagine Wolverine moving, though, with his claws. I mean, th- this guy is shredding people yeah. at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. It looked like... We just watched uh, Raid for Action Marathon. It yeah. was like it was like that kind of action where, but with Wolverine and claws instead of like ninja kicks and you know machetes in a hallway. Yeah, yeah. I I I, th- I see it as like John Wick, but with claws. Instead <laughs> of John guns. Wick with claws. Because there's some right. really fucking inventive kills in this movie too. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially when you know uh, Charles is having his seizure in the, the casino, and it's just all the slow motion kills uh-huh. are so fucking cool. Yeah. They're they're pretty gruesome. Um, I, uh, this movie as a whole uh, is probably my favorite X Men movie. Uh huh. Um, yeah. It was I, the Wolverine like, movie you were looking for. It's definitely the Wolverine movie I was looking for. I I I, I love the super R shit, and and Wolverine is a character that you know kind of needs that because he is a he's a a rude talking badass motherfucker. But you see, and I don't know. We the, get that from him all, out of this. All the cussing was taking me out of it a little bit at the beginning. Really? From yeah, Wolverine, Wolverine at the beginning. Yeah, just because it was just like that's all he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's just like literally the first thing you hear. <clears throat> I know. <clears throat> Fuck right away. Yeah, exactly. they, they, right he set you bat. up right away yep. to let you know what kind of movie you're watching. Exactly. Yeah. And like you watch the the DC movies and this is kind of interesting because you watch the DC movies and people are like the DC movies go too dark and we want to have fun like the Marvel movies and that's the problem with the DC films. Maybe not because like tonight I j- enjoyed the hell out of Logan, mm-hmm. okay? And it's darker than any of the DC films have been. Yeah. You know. Far away. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the problem with, I think with some of the DC films. I think that some of the DC films aren't cohesive <laughs> okay there's not a really good story going on i think mm-hmm. logan here is so simple and yeah. i think that's one of the, the great things about it is it's so simple it's so easy to follow it's a classic western story you know i mean they hint to shane i know that uh, in, in press um hugh jackman's talked about unforgiven there's there's all kinds of western tropes but i love how simple um from even from the story standpoint to filmmaking I mean, this is a very simple story, but it's good. It's a good story that I think anybody can follow, and yeah. it's fun as hell. It, it's it's perfect for a Wolverine movie. You know, I don't know if this is the the Wolverine movie I've been looking for. I haven't really ever thought about that. What kind mm-hmm. of Wolverine movie I wanted, but I will tell you this: I did. I was not a fan of Wolverine Origins. I was not a fan of the Wolverine, and I'm so glad that this is actually called Logan. Because now I don't, I don't have to marry the this to the the the, the other the, sure. the yeah. other movies, you know. Um, but you know, I yeah, I love this movie. I thought it was shot well. I thought the action was intense. Um, I thought Hugh Jackman was was amazing. I mean, the emotion it, that, that was in his face. That was face. his best performance as Wolverine. I think this I might be his best performance in general. I probably. I, yeah. I, I loved him in this. Um, Xavier was great. Anyway, I do. I so walking out of the theater, I was very impressed. Right now, I've talked to both you guys how 27... You look back at like my top 10 list, okay? Mm-hmm. And you look back at the last couple of years, I don't even have a... I didn't even have a favorite movie in February or March. Everything was kind of like, oh, god damn, this is going to be a shit year. Especially last year when you look at tentpole movies. Right. As of right now, okay, I have Split, Get Out, uh, Batman Lego, or Lego Batman movie, and now Logan. Yeah. I think... 
as of right now, without a second viewing on uh, Lego Batman, I think Logan takes the cake out of all these movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a fucking blast at the theater in 2017, which is unheard of from the guy who secretly hates movies. Yeah, the, four, <laughs> the four movies I've seen in theater are the exact four you've seen. Uh-huh. And I, I've i loved every single one of them. I'm on a roll seeing yeah. movies at the theaters lately. Um, I, I think Get Out's better uh-huh. uh, in terms of this year so far. But Logan is really fucking on its neck. I like Split. Yeah. I haven't seen Lego Batman, but yeah. I really did enjoy Split a mm-hmm. lot. Um, but uh, so walking know, out of the theater, though, you really liked this. I I liked it. I was gonna say that again. I didn't really care for all the all the cussing and everything, and I would have liked a little bit more links to the X Men movies because it was just stuff that I was like, man, why aren't you freaking telling us stuff? Because uh-huh. like. Um, and again, I'd this like is our the, first time watching it on a yeah. Thursday this is, night. This is true. There we might just be some out. stuff embedded in it. Yeah, this. I was going to say, but the whole, like, the, the thing I gathered from, so Xavier probably had one of those seizures a year ago and killed all the X-Men. I think that's what yeah, I Yeah, is that it. what he's... That's what I, I took don't it know. as. I, no, um, because they talk about uh, the doctor, what was his name? Um, fucking Dr. Rice. They said that he, um, when he showed himself to Logan, finally, he goes, Pierce goes, this is the man who eradicated the mutants. Yeah, You're meeting him face to face. I think what what Xavier did was like they were out in an open place, and it said he killed something like seventy thousand people with one of his seizures, but he didn't remember it. And that's what they were talking about. Well, that's what he was trying to tell X twenty four, I guess, instead of Logan, um, before he meets his demise. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't think he killed the X Men. I think I think they were systematically they've systematically been taking them out. Okay. See, but yeah, no, because I know the scene. There's a scene that you're talking about. Because it was. Cause he Go says, ahead and explain that scene. What uh, I'm talking about on the radio. That so because it says a year ago in Westchester, which okay. is where the X Men are, and mm-hmm. so and they, they said some sort of situation where a lot of people were die died and were hurt. And mm-hmm. I just took that as oh, that must have been his first seizure. And that's how the X Men died. Grant, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's I the mean, whole thing didn't, is. They didn't yeah, them, so. and I I wish that that felt very convoluted. And then what exactly was wrong with Logan? I felt was extremely convoluted because oh. he like he alluded to the adamantium inside me is hurting me, which I'm like mm-hmm. makes sense. That like it is poison to his body, and if yeah. his healing factor is falling apart, then it, it makes total sense. Right. But yeah, it was uh, killing him slowly. Yeah. yeah. But I just wish that they would have explained a little bit more. The because there's that scene where um, to kind of build up the scene for some people who might not have seen it and they're listening to this review. Why you, go watch? You it. should go watch it before <laughs> listening to this. But I do know that there are a lot of people who tune in, they yeah. listen, and they go see the movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, eat your own, but not eat your own. Yeah, I was going to say eat your own. To eat your own. Eat your own children, yeah. folks. <laughs> eat your own children, then come back for another <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> so there's a scene where um, is it, so Professor X. He's kind of like. He, he thinks um, Logan's in the room, mm-hmm. and he's he's talking about he remembers, and that, that Wolverine has kind of saved him mm-hmm. from remembering, but he finally remembers something, and that he did he did something very, very bad. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of gets the yeah, he, fuck he killed said, out of him. He said, I killed all those people, didn't I? And mm-hmm. then he gets fucking and killed. And he gets killed. So we don't exactly know what happened, but yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. It sounds like he had something to do with... The X because the, the that's the you do you guys know the old man Logan story? Yeah, that's where Logan actually kills a lot of the mutants. Yeah, right? he kills all the X Men, yeah. or just not all the mutants, but the X Men in general, yeah. because uh, he is under mind control by Mysterio and doesn't realize that he's killing X Men. He mm-hmm. thinks he's fighting villains, and uh, you know. Whatever. And I'm glad they didn't go with that. I'm, I I actually like that we're kind of in Off the dark on this. Yeah. yeah, I like that we're in the dark. I'm sure it'll get answered later, but um, there's some mystery. 
that yeah, yeah. Uh, either going back and watching it again or hopefully we'll get some answers in, a, in another movie. I, I don't know. I think that Daphne Keene here as X-23 is kicking so much ass in this movie. Fuck, that, she good. Yeah, she was amazing. I think that there will be a sequel. So maybe we'll get some, you know, I don't know if Wolverine will be in it. I don't know what it will be be called or where, where they're going to go, but she's too good not to bring her back in, in some kind of movie, especially yeah. the, the well, story I mean, that they're The way, the way they this. marched off with all those kids, you could definitely see a spinoff. Yeah. Um, but having at the like same a, time, I could totally see some sort of time travel like X-Men likes uh, to do. Please where, stay away from the time <laughs> travel. No, but I'm saying they go get her and bring her to the present. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what mm-hmm. they're going to do, probably. Yeah. Fuck, the, keep Brian Singer away from this, please. <laughs> there's, been, there's been a lot of time travel, and at this point, I think that's actually kind of hurt X-Men. Absolutely. So at this has. point, like my favorite X-Men movie is Days of Future Past until now. Logan, by real quick, if, if we had to lump Logan in with every X-Men, what, 10 X-Men movies? Is that <laughs> what I said? I still can't believe there's 10 fucking movies. Yeah, I, Logan is my favorite. I think they're adding Deadpool into that as well. I'm not for sure. I mean, what do we have? X-Men 1, 2, 3, three. You got Future Past, four. Um, uh, First Class, yeah. Oh, yeah, Apocalypse, yeah. so those six. Then you got three Wolverine movies. I don't know where that other one's coming yeah, from. Yes, so I don't, I don't, they might be adding Deadpool in there. I'm not for sure. Possibly. I mean, there are X-Men in it, I guess, technically. Yeah, but adding... All those movies, Logan is my favorite. I can say that hands down. I was not a huge X-Men 1, 2 fan. I love, um, since X-Men first started, what Patrick Stewart did. I, I've loved what Hugh Jackman did. But as a, as a film by itself standing, I'm just like, they were okay. You know, I'm, I've never been a huge X-Men fan. But I tell you what, um, I just love how this movie's presented how it has an independent style to it. Yeah, it felt very indie film. It yeah. didn't really feel like Hollywood big budget. Yeah. But I feel like we're. What sucks about doing a review right out of the theater? This is what kind of happens. We're all yeah. over the place. We're like, we love this. We love this. So let's kind of slow down a little bit. Let's go back to the to the the language, okay? Because that's a big thing. A lot. I think a lot yeah. of people will go into this movie being like, you know, don't take your kids. <laughs> it doesn't feel like my X Men. You know, uh-huh. I um I was talking to you guys earlier. I think that it's natural for Hugh Jackman for Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never heard him go this deep into f bombs. Okay, we've heard him say, you know, like first class. First you know, class. they walk into the bar and he's like, "Get the fuck out!" Get the fuck out. So I know it's in his vocabulary. I know that's what Wolverine's thinking. Um, so I like that I get the the real Wolverine finally. I love Hugh Jackman as this character, this this intense rated R Wolverine. The one that kind of threw me off a little bit, and it only it only threw me off just a little bit, was um, Patrick Stewart, Professor X, because he has a very he has a potty mouth in this as well. <laughs> yeah, and that threw me off as the movie went on. It didn't bother me as much, but I could see some people being turned off. What did you think? Um, I felt like it was appropriate because well, I mean I didn't feel like Xavier was being himself until like you know halfway into the movie that he you know he was kind of out of his yeah. mind and very drugged up, and I would think that I would probably be. Using curse words if I can't, if I'm not allowed to be me, <laughs> you know what I mean. And uh, I felt like it was appropriate. I didn't really like it. Again, I um, uh, I like it when cursing's used appropriately and uh, well well timed. But when everybody's doing it, I'm just kind of like, whatever, guys. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can tell. Like, even that first scene when we meet Xavier, like he's definitely gone through some shit. Um, you can see, like, he's very worn and haggard, and they've. They're keeping him in this fucking grain silo. Great location, like, by the way. Gorgeous fucking location. Um, and he's like driving around and he has one of these fucking seizures that, you know, almost wiped out a fuckload of people multiple times. Um, and, and you can tell that like, oh, he's he's definitely fucked up. 
Um, they give him that. He gives him that shot, and he calms back down, and he he just kind of lets some some bombs fly. Yeah, I I didn't have a problem with you know, the language for the most part, though. I really like the humanity that's in the script too, because if you look at something, have you ever had to deal with anybody that's sick or that's old that you had a really good relationship with, but then and you still love this person? But the day in, day out, taking care of them, no matter what, you still have that love, Mm -hmm. but it becomes such a chore. Even though they're like, they're not themselves anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're a shell of who they were, but like, you still see that old version. And that's hard. It's a hard thing to go through. And I I think it's very interesting to see that, you know, Professor X, he he even hints on it in this where, hey, you know, back when you were a cage fighter, you know, Mm -hmm. when you were wrestling, you know, it's like... You know, I saved you. I came in, brought you to the school, and you see where they are now, which is very sad. You know, it's it's very just. Uh, they're all both of them are just shells of themselves. Logan's an alcoholic. Yeah, um, like it's a very like sad story. Working just a menial like driver job that he fucking hates, and like yeah. And you know that uh, Wolverine has a love for Professor X, but how ma- how many years have they dealt with this? You know, at least a year, at I least think. a full year, at yeah. least a full year of mm-hmm. just, you know, making sure that he has his medicine, that he's that he's not going to kill, you know, all these people. If he did kill mutants, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of baggage for both of them in this movie. And we know that this is an alternate timeline or because it's weird because they say I've heard in the press, they called it an alternate timeline, but they're. You're like kind of alluding back to previous events in X-Men movies. So I'm still kind of yeah. confused. Well, I was confused, too, with the whole uh, the MacGuffin with the uh, um, the adamantium bullet. That's from or- Wolverine Origins. Yeah, so there's a lot of yeah, stuff like... like w- yeah, go ahead. I-, I just thought it was interesting that of all of them, that's the one you want to talk about. But, again, own your bad babies. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I agree with that 100%. And, and the adamantium bullet pays off. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think they used it well. They hinted it... Well enough, because you see all that fucking angst in Logan. Like, he, he might off himself at some point in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I, yeah I, I would buy it 100% if yeah. he would have, you know. Um, but then you have the scene where, you know, how we get X-23 was the end of Apocalypse. Yep. You know, when they when they actually get his his DNA, right? Mm-hmm. So there's... A, and then they talk about, you know, building up the school with, with Wolverine and when he was a cage fighter. So there's... A, they uh, elude back to all these previous events in X-Men, but this 2029 alternate timeline... So how, here's how I kind of take it. I take it as no matter if, if this is a, a fact, an alternate timeline, we do know that there's a lot of relationship here. We know the past relationship between Xavier and Wolverine. So whether it's it, it's from the timeline that we know or if it's just, just out of... Slightly different. Just slightly different. Mm-hmm. We know that there's history there between these two characters. And I think that this is a beautiful way to end that if they decide to. But I will tell you this. I don't know if I'm ready. Okay? I don't know if I'm ready, and I, I don't want to be greedy. I'll, I'll say this. All right. And this will this is going to something that actually started before the movie, when I thought it was the actual movie. With, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Wolverine versus Deadpool. That's a, oh a billion-dollar idea. It's a, a billion-dollar idea. That is a billion-dollar movie. And it's not even that it's I... Not versus it's it. not even that I even want to see it. Like, um, I don't really care. I, I, li- I like Wolverine. I like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. But I just like them. They aren't, like, my favorites. They no. aren't even in my top five, either of them. But um, but that's a billion-dollar idea. Right. And I don't understand how Fox or yeah. anybody could really look away from <clears throat> that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, because well, let's get into the next question. This And you can get on, t- on this, too, Kyle. Yeah. But so the next question I want to ask you guys is, so Hugh Jackman and Professor X have both said 
that they are done now, okay, supposedly, okay, with the X-Men movies, do you want them to be? I want Xavier to be done. Uh-huh. I think Patrick Stewart really filled his need, and I think James McAvoy's done a good job coming in to replace him. Um, and, and the way they, they take out Xavier in this movie, uh, that, that needs to be a swan song. Yeah, it's that a great needs, swan that song, need, yeah. That needs to be how he goes out. Um, like Seth just said, I would not mind seeing Wolverine in Deadpool. Um, but as far as the X-Men franchise, he needs to be gone. Uh-huh. He needs to be done. Um, this, it's, it's, you know, that, you know, Peyton Manning wins the Super Bowl and retires yeah. kind of thing. You, you hit a fucking home run here. You gave your best performance that you're ever going to give as that character for the franchise you've been working with for almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, just fucking leave it. And, uh, good. Well, I was just going to say, too, that, like, I mean, it felt like Hugh Jackman was dying, not Wolverine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, in the, yeah. at the end of this movie, like, I really, like, I kind of teared up a little bit. I'm yeah. like... I teared up twice in I've, two I've, parts of this yeah, movie. Yeah. I've, good. Sorry. I, I was I'm so excited. I'm like, i got to say something. But I'm go sorry. ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Seth. It's just, uh, again, I really did get the feeling that, like, it wasn't Wolverine dying. It was, like, Hugh Jackman dying. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it really did kind of feel like that, which is kind of... And how fitting, too, that at the end of the movie, he finally kind of gets his Wolverine look. Because, yep. like, towards, yeah. you know, towards mid-movie, Besides the claws, he wasn't really looking very Wolverine-y. You know what I mean? Like, uh, with the, you know, wearing the all black and everything. and just His claws yeah. weren't even coming all the they way out. He had to, like, yeah. pull them out with yeah. his fucking... Oh, that was gross. Did mm-hmm. you guys watch High uh, Hell or High Water this year? No, you didn't no, get did to. Not. I did okay. not. Okay, Jeff Bridges was up for um, Best Actor. Um, sure. Yeah, so for the Oscars, he was up for Best Actor when he yeah. Hugh Jackman, as Logan in this, plays almost the exact same, but I would say that he does it even better than Jeff Bridges does in Hell or High Water. The the aging, you know, like this this guy who he's, you could just tell that he's he's on his last leg. And man, I don't know. I would I would give I would say that if this was later on in the year, just like we we're talking about Split and uh, the actor. Uh, what's James McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. James McAvoy and Hugh Jackman, I would say, would be up for Oscar consideration if it was later on in the year. So I hope they don't forget this stuff because, dude, he is he is so good in this. He's so tired. He's so... He's limping the whole time. He's, he's so like, good. Yeah. He's so good. Here's what I say, though. I, I agree with you. I think it should be his last X-Men... Is that, well, are we calling it an X-Men film? I don't want to see him... I'm in not a, lumping Deadpool I, in with X-Men. I don't want to see... Hugh Jackman in a big ensemble X-Men movie, okay? I do want to see him back again, though, only for one reason. This is a perfect swan song. There's no denying that. He's he's probably the best he's ever going to be, but comic book movies in general, okay? You look back at the the MCU right now, um, all the the uh, the the talk about DC movies and and all the criticism towards them and what we want to see different in those movies. Fantastic Four. Uh, the list goes on. Spider Man and how what they're doing with him now. I think this is the golden time right now for comic book movies. I think we're finally getting to what we want as fans. Okay, I think that the studios are finally listening. Okay, we had that deal uh, not too long ago with um, Sony. In MCU, okay, that that worked out. Um, we're hearing that you know they're they're trying to make uh, things work for DC. You know they had uh, Ben Affleck come in. They're trying to get you know high profile directors. Uh, uh, there's a lot of talk going on. Anyway, I think this is the best time for comic book movies. And if Hugh Jackman leaves right now, even though he's had a 20 year run as Wolverine, I think that right now they just gave him his rated R. 
okay? Logan movie. I want to see, because right now he said that he would probably come back if they would let him into the Avengers. Someone needs to fucking make that happen. <laughs> I have to see. That would be so sad. In this lifetime that we live, okay? This, this one chance that you get to not be Hugh Jackman Wolverine with Hulk and Tony Stark and Captain America. That fucking sucks because we might get it five, ten years down the road, but not with Hugh Jackman. And there's a couple people that you just can't replace. And yeah, Hugh Jackman right. will be one of those guys that, I'm sorry, someone else could come in and probably do an okay job and, and take over, but he'll, they'll never be Hugh Jackman. I want to see Hugh Jackman with the Avengers. I want to see Hugh Jackman with Deadpool. You know, So I hope that he says he'll do a few more things because even though this is his swan song, this is a beautiful movie. It's it's the, probably the best acting we're going to see from Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but I still can have a fucking brilliant action movie. I can still have a fun movie that we, the geeks, can hopefully say. And it's not even like throw him in a whole movie. Give him like a Ant-Man-sized part in Civil War. Wow. Just, some, just a little fucking cameo that I would I would be okay with that in like a grand scheme, like Avengers type thing. Shit's too cool right now to walk <laughs> away, Jackman. What do you think? Um, I mean, that would be pretty cool. I mean, I, I'd probably nerd out pretty hard if, like, Wolverine's standing there, Spidey swings in next to him, and then Iron Man lands, and uh-huh. just all three of them running Oh my the god, I would like shit. <laughs> I would shit pure joy. <laughs> like, that would be pretty, uh... Pretty I want to see him in the yellow just once. Dude, right? okay, so... <laughs> dude, I, I called dude, that. Dude, I called it. What'd you call? How'd you call it? No, I called the... I was like... He's got to end up in the suit. Uh-huh. He just needs to, and then they didn't pull the trigger. On okay, it, can I tell you? Can I tell you my shitty idea? Sure. <laughs> this All is your like, ideas are. So. No, no, no. This would have been the shittiest ever. Okay. This is what I wanted. Okay, and I would have walked out of the theater. Probably saying it's the best comic book movie of all time. And it would have took something so simple and small, but it would have probably been stupid as fuck. It probably would have been um, what was the third Mad Max movie? Uh, Beyond Thunderdome? It would have been the Beyond Thunderdome of comic book movies. And I'm not a huge Thunderdome fan, but I would still be geeking out. I wanted him to, because you know how all the kids are, are they well, especially um, X-23. X-23, she she loved the comic books. She yeah. was reading the comic books. They even cut his facial hair. Yeah. I'm like, you know what they're going to do? They're going to send him off, okay? They're all fucking knitting, okay? <laughs> a fucking yellow Wolverine costume. And like, here you go, okay? You remind me of the guy in the comics. Or this is what you, your, your, your character dressed up as the comics. Here, mm-hmm. Here's your Wolverine outfit. And then the, the, the fight in the woods would have been it. him. Wearing the yellow oh, costume. No. It would have been pretty I, shit. I, I would have, I, I, you know, them giving him a suit, I would have liked that. That uh, would have been okay. Would they have time to him go? fighting in the woods in it? No. Okay, but, but he, if they give it to him, he has to wear it. But have you yeah. have you seen those, like... Uh, but they've been super stupid, though, if they would have knitted him a... But you would have went with it, very right? Very stupid. If, if it had just been... I mean, this was a very serious movie. Um... And so if they had done actually put him in the suit, then no, no, no it, would have, it, it would have lowered this movie so much. Oh, fuck that. Maybe how I'm explaining it. Okay, but... Have you seen the superhero versus... Because in the alternate ending of the Wolverine, he gets a suit. He just doesn't wear it. He no. opens it up and his suit's sitting there. And then the superhero verses that are done by... I can't remember, Machinima or whatever. I can't even remember what they're called. But like that Wolverine... When he fights the Predator, he looks pretty legit in the suit. Yeah, there's like, a way that they could have worked it in that would have been fun and cool. I'm just glad he didn't find it in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like some guy yeah. chopping down a tree in a, in a yellow raincoat or something, and he fucking chops it up and wears it. That would have sucked. Yeah. But anyway, it sucks that I don't get to see him in that suit, and I've never seen him in that suit. 
I want to see Hugh Jackman. I don't even care if it's fucking guys from Thunderdome making him a fucking suit. I want to see him in his goddamn Wolverine yeah, I suit. Think, I think if we see him if we saw him in a Deadpool movie, we would see him in the yellow suit. Fuck yes. That's that's the place. That's the place where it would be. Or an Avengers movie. Or an Avengers movie where they're like, okay, you. We know a guy. Yeah, yeah. we know a guy. They bring him in. They're like, you you have a wife beater on, right? Yeah. You got a tank top and jeans. Have you looked around when we're all fighting galactic? You know, like. Super villains like Thanos, we all have suits on, okay? You need a suit. Tony Stark hooks him up. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Dude, dick's hard! Big time. (laughs) That would be so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Professor X, though, I think he he probably, or I'm sorry, um, Patrick Stewart, he probably needs to be done, though. He he was great. I do have a little gripe about that, though. Um, I I love his, his his, his story arc in general. Yeah. What I didn't care for was... Dude, I, I, you know me, guys. I usually come into these with a thousand bitches, right? I, I'm so overcritical. There's only two things that I really didn't care for in this movie, and they're not huge things. Um, one of the things I didn't care for was when they're at that house and they stay um, at that house overnight. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, man, all the shit you guys have been through, and you kind of have to know by now as characters in this movie that you're being hunted. Why would you put that family up like that? I mean, even Professor yeah. X, he's like, let's stay one night, Logan, so we can yeah. see what family feels like. Yeah, no. The, the only thing is, I don't think they knew that they were using Caliban to find them. Yeah, maybe not. Because they didn't that. know that at that point. But until these people. Caliban kills himself. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so either. But these people that are, are out there are killers. And this is a nice family. You know, you, you don't. You know what these people are capable of, and if they did find out that you were here, this poor this family's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they didn't hold anything back with this family either. I mean, they fucking butchered the family in this movie. Um, I, I thought that kind of sucked. What do you guys think? Uh, the the only thing, um, like I just mentioned, Caliban. Mm-hmm. There was like a scene where they're like going through all the dead bodies and stuff, and Doctor Rice stopped and he's like, "This one, keep his DNA. He's a really good tracker and he's really smart." Yeah. And they pull the sheet back and it's Caliban's body. Like, I figured they were going to use that, either uh-huh. again in this movie or something. And, I mean, we didn't stay to see if there was any in-scenes. In um, we, we were told that there weren't, so we didn't. But I think, you know, that would have been nice to, to bring back in. Or if they at least showed them, like, putting it into X-24 or something. Like Yeah, something. you know, I didn't, I didn't really need to see that. Because, like, when we watched Apocalypse, you know, we knew that they... Just collecting pieces They collected something from Wolverine, and boom, we get it in this movie. You know, mm-hmm. in, a, in a major way. You know, with X-23. So, if they make another movie, you right. know, I'm sure we'll get something, you right. know, to that. And that'll tie all that up. Uh, what do you think about that that family or that whole plot there of well, staying with them? I was going to say, I, I felt like it, it fit for the time, just because it was cool with the whole... Um, uh, I don't know. I like the scene with the horses and oh. Xavier. Mm-hmm. He still kind of can use his powers and stuff. So yeah. I thought that was really neat. Um, as, a, as a family, though, and as a, as a no, threat, no, do you no. think oh, that no. they should have stayed all night at that house? No, they shouldn't have. Their characters should say, know better they, than that. They got all three of those people killed. Yeah. Like, straight up fucking brutally murdered. I think murdered. that's something yeah. that even though they didn't know Caliban was the tracker, I right. think that you would just... Just gotta keep We moving. gotta keep moving. You know, don't they even say that um, earlier in the movie where they say something like, we got to keep on moving? Yeah. 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 I think there was something, some other characters that are like, we got to keep on moving. So they know that they have to keep on moving. So I don't know why you're going to stay and, and put these well, people Xavier's, in. He wants to, you know, I think Xavier knows he's dying. Yeah, yeah. And I think he knows he's dying and he knows that uh, th- that no one's time is very long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he even says when he turns to X-24, he's like, I, he, you know, this is the best night I've had in years. Yeah. And it was just because they had a meal and he got a bed. Yeah. Like, 
simple shit like that. And it's stuff that, you know, we all take for granted. But, you know, once that shit's gone from you, you realize how much you, like, really need and miss that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then, but see, it's who it's coming from, though, especially Professor X. I think he's smart enough to, to take a minute, tell Logan, yeah, this is a family, this is what a family's like, man, this feels so good. But Logan... We gotta get the fuck out of here, okay? But at the same time, because... like that, that this is a family. This is what a family's like. Oh. What do you think he's trying to do with Wolverine and X twenty three the yeah, entire yeah, yeah. fucking time he's with him? Is trying to go. He keeps going. Hey, does she remind you of anyone? Yeah. Hey, this is your daughter. And you know and what? Just the... keeps fucking hammering. And, and you know what? I figured out the it. best way to, to to bomb a family is a fucking road trip. So take her to where she's going at the end of this movie. They've as been a, on as a, a road trip the whole movie, and it hasn't yeah, worked. But, but but X. But you take a longer road trip. I mean. He's too smart to, to to sacrifice that family, in 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 my opinion. So I think that he just kind of just he pretty much sacrificed them. Like I think he's smart enough to know that you can't stay there. Mm-hmm. So just something I kind of got hung up on. And then um, the third act, I I did think fine. Like I liked all the slow beats. I think some people will go in this. I it was really it's long. A, I think it's a tad long. Yeah, I think you could probably long. shave fifteen minutes. I would say fifteen minutes. Yeah, ten fifteen minutes off. And uh, that third act though. I liked everything when it slowed down. I thought there were some really important parts of bonding, you know, and and everything that was uh, between um, you know um, X twenty three and with with um, Wolverine, especially. But I think there's somewhere in that third act they could have you know maybe trimmed down some of the Thunderdome stuff, <laughs> you know, where it's the interaction with the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where I would trim it, but I I felt the link there. I think in the third act. What do you guys think? I liked all that shit with the kids. I liked like we get to see like each of them use their powers individually. Um, I thought that stuff was pretty cool. And then when all those kids fucking gang up on Pierce, that was pretty badass. Where they're yeah. like freezing him and covering him in vines and shaking the earth around him. And that was pretty cool. And I thought that was kind of late though in the game too to use their powers because you see... Yeah. Um, well, we don't even see them until the very fucking end. So. Well, X-23, when she, the, her first appearance, like, you, gotta, you gotta break it down, dude. Like they already set their movie rules. Yeah. X-23, the first time they show X-23, what the fuck does she do? What is she, when, when she's what's she actually, been trained to do though? What has she been trained to do? I don't, we don't know how much these kids have been trained. Yeah. No, but X-23... And who she takes, made... And it who takes she her made, a while. To, she's running yeah. through the fucking woods. Like, you would think that she would turn around and butcher these people. She doesn't really turn around and start fighting until she sees Wolverine. Right. But the first the and first he, action that she, you see of, of X-23, she comes out with a fucking guy's head, drops it off at their feet... Did you guys and know she was, car- did you guys know she was carrying a head? Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah, I leaned great. over to my wife, and I because she was like, what's in her hand? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a head. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty good. But um, there's a part where Xavier says she's just like you, except she's female. Uh-oh. She's got claws in her feet, and those are for defense, because females are more defensive. Uh-oh. So I don't think she was like, none of them were, they were just trying to run, get away. Like, until it got to critical mass, that's when they fucking went crazy and started killing people. I wish um, that they would have But they never, she like, never like explicitly went out to try to hurt people until she felt like threatened. Like, even the guy in, like, the, the convenience store. Like, she wasn't going to do anything to him until he, like, grabbed her arm. And then oh. she fucking pulled out the claws and went for See, him. See, I don't think that's a complete, like... I don't think that's completely true. Because, like, the people that attacked her in the, the complex or wherever, you know, Wolverine was keeping her up at... Yeah, she took that guy's fucking head. Mm-hmm. The other guys that were just having guns on her, okay? And they're just like, let's hold they had up. guns on her. <laughs> they had guns on... They're chasing her through the fucking woods, killing her friends, and she just keeps on running. Like, that's when you turn around, you're feeling threatened, and you fight. So I think there's there's some moments there, or the and kids... And her friends are saying, keep running. 
Yeah. All we have to do is get. Yeah, that was the she, last thing Logan more, said to her. She's was more like, of the, like the leader. Run. Like I could see her turning around. Oh, and fucking, the no, kid was the leader. Uh, little Hispanic Rico, kid. Rico, what, yeah. what was his fucking name? Rickard. Um, no, I'm not that. saying she was the leader. I'm saying she is a leader. Yeah. You know, and I think we'll see that definitely at some point in a, in future films. But there, I just like man, like let's let's defense. Like you're being chased through the woods. Let's hunker down and let's keep your friends from being killed because these people are chasing through the woods. With, with machine guns. So I was like, well, I'd like to see them. Finally, they, they did what I wanted them to. Where you, you talked about Pierce, where they, mm-hmm. they fuck him up. Pretty, I don't know what the fuck they did to him. Turned him into a planner. <laughs> they, <laughs> everything that him. those kids could do, they did. They were electrocuting him, Dude, freezing how, him. How crazy was that one girl who threw all the vine, or like the pine cones That was stuff? fucking cool. Because I was yeah. like, oh, this is a stupid like storm kind of power. Where she's like just controlling like, wood and dirt. But then she just fucking pierces that guy with all yeah. that bark and shit. And, then, like, he, and, then, and then instead of just falling over and dying, he just explodes. Yeah, I was like, wow, everybody's brutal, Jesus. not just Wolverine. Like, yeah, because the, I think the uh, their powers is no contest. Like, they could fuck up all these troops. Mm-hmm. So I wish they would have just kind of stopped and did their power and, and stopped being chased yeah. through the woods. Because at the end there, they really do. Well, I mean, they, they, they do. Shoot. And even when they do use their powers, they end up getting, like, that girl blows that guy up with her powers. And then a guy comes up from behind and tackles her. And it's like. They got numbers. You, you, you think of it the way you're thinking of it, only because X-23 is invincible. Oh. Those other kids are not. That one, that that one girl. I think there's better powers out there than X twenty three. I mean, like you just talked about that one girl that made the whole woods fucking like splinter through that guy's yeah. face. I mean, I think there's other ways that they could have handled that that chase through the woods. But well, and then you got like the the, the fat little kid, like electricity. I don't know what the fuck like he I think he because he, he shocks the car. That kid he kills those guys on the car. That guy, yeah, he keeps running. Because he sucks. Because he's, he's, he's got nothing to do <laughs> yeah, with the that, ground. That guy know? sucks, okay? But I'm talking about the one that can freeze your fucking ass and then just Well, she did, you. but hers was, like, very, like, you limited. breathe on Like, it. the guy, like, had her by the throat and she breathed on his arm and then smashed his arm. But then she got tackled immediately after. I mean, there's very little, like, some of them could do. Hmm. Then we saw, like, Rickard, like, pick up that fucking truck with the ground. That was pretty badass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, like, and that, that took time. It's not something he could just turn around and just... Start taking out yeah. a bunch of people with his powers. Yeah, but, but so I guess my, my problem all systems back to X-23. We've seen her rip open, like, everybody at the beginning of that movie. I mean, fucking annihilate mm-hmm. yeah, the whole but, fucking crew. Yeah, but she That's did, shooting at her. At the same time, she's also been captured in this movie. She's in the situation where she's completely surrounded. Then what does she do? Yeah. Because that's just, all it I, would I've take. I've seen what she the, can do, though. I've her, seen what she can do. Yeah. And then, not at this point, you haven't. Bullets hurt. No, at the beginning of the fucking movie. That's what I'm saying. I you watched haven't, her kick ass. And we're, we're comparing it to the end of the movie. The, oh, the, I thought like, you were talking about the beginning. No, 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 I was like, no. You hadn't seen her do no, shit at yet. The, at the beginning of the movie, I watched her beat so much ass, mm-hmm. and then the end, she just kind of ran. I just wanted her to stop and do what she did at the beginning of the movie. They just she set up the movie rules. She still only took out like six people. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, in comparison to like, there was like forty dudes, and they all had. I think cars. you're misremembering that beginning. She killed like 20, 30 fucking okay. guys. Whatever. Wolverine <laughs> was helping. Right. I'm just saying that like there was a lot of high, like they had a lot of like artillery and stuff yeah. like that this time around. And I feel like I just kind of shit on her for a little bit, but I, let me tell you, I thought that her, I think her name's Daphne Keen. Daphne Keen. I thought she fucking was amazing. phenomenal, and she was it's pretty a, cool that she was Hispanic too. She was yeah, she was yeah. a highlight of of this movie for me. Um. As much as I like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, I love Daphne Keene as X-23. She blew me away. Um, she doesn't talk much in this movie. and it's no, the we, way we don't even think she can talk until like two-thirds of the way into the fucking thing. It's her eyes. Like that first scene that we're talking at that complex or mm-hmm. when Wolverine's keeping um, Professor X, they start coming through the door and she's eating her cereal. She's and just, she just kind of... TV monitor? She just... She, but, but when she knows there's a threat... 
she just kind of stops and she's not freaking out. She just kind of like, like looks over through her eyes. And I'm like, it was just that scene there. Just what she was channeling was so cool, yeah. you know? Because they don't show us that fight. They don't show us that fight. Yeah, yeah. But the, that look she gives you, go, those guys are fucked. Yeah, right? those guys are completely those guys are fucked. fucked. I wish she would have used her uh, foot claw a little bit more. Yeah, like, yeah they, was, she used it in the first fight and didn't really use really it I really hoping that they would have saved that for the end and then, like, had her being held up and then she swings it and kicks through a guy's head, like, at the end yeah. or something like that. But whatever. Yeah, and then the, then the scenes where she's, like... You can tell that she kind of looks at Professor X, like, even though she just met him as a kind of like a grandpa figure, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, she's sitting there, she's listening to him, she's focusing on... I love the scene where she's sitting on the bed or sitting in his chair and just watching Shane Shane with him. I love that scene, you Mm -hmm. know? And she's legitimately upset when she sees that he dies, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then, like, when she says, Dad, at the end, man, that's... Okay, 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 we'll get to you in a second. I tell you what, that is a scene that's hard to be... to earn... Okay, we have one movie with these two. I don't know about you guys. We'll see here in a second. I bought it. When oh. she said, Dad, I bought it 100%. Um, I thought it was completely earned. Yeah, Wolverine yeah. has a daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, that was one of like the few moments I teared up. There are a couple of spots that are kind of like, when Xavier dies, that's kind of rough. And, they're like, and, and, and Wolverine buries him, and he's trying to say some sort of eulogy, but then just kind of can't can't man. and then leave just tries to fucking get in a truck and leave and the truck won't start so he starts beating the shit out of the truck which that annoyed me in the theater because people were like laughing, laughing. And, I was and i was like, like what the fuck are you people laughing at like this guy just like lost his mentor and like he's fucking grieving and you're laughing at him oh. for some reason that pissed me off I and agree. then and then um wholeheartedly <laughs> and then uh at the very end of the movie like that set this that was the perfect ending yeah. Um. You've, you've got you've got Wolverine dead. You know he's under a, a pile of rocks, and there's a cross of sticks. I've never thought moving two sticks would be so emotional. Whoa. But she just walks up and she she pulls that out of the ground. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? And then she just turns it on its side and makes it an X. Yeah. And it's like, oh wow, that was really fucking powerful. Whoever and just thought that, that little up. move. No, that's one of those moments great. too where you up. can't write that on paper. You mm-hmm. know, you could probably write that on paper, but that's probably someone going. Ah, a cross. It kind of looks like an X if it fell over. Let's turn it over. Yeah. You know, or maybe it did fall over. I aren't yeah. telling, right? Um, and you guys told me something that lines up with my notes, too. But um, I guess James Mangold was able to make the fucking movie that he wanted to. That was the director's cut we watched. And we're praising this movie. That's you why know? it was two hours, 15 minutes. It could have been yeah, and <laughs> a little I think, shorter. But... Now, it doesn't work like this all the time. But I think more so than not, you let a director do what he wants to. And you, you don't have to worry about this is awesome. He didn't have to worry. I'm sure they're going to make a sequel or a prequel with time travel. But as of right now, there's nothing that they have to connect it to. They don't have to connect it to yeah, a... the future. Yeah, they don't have to connect it to um, Apocalypse or Mr. Sinister or anything. No, make a, make a new X-Men. You have yeah. like 10 fucking kids that are in the woods in Canada that can fucking make you a whole new movie. They all have the same fucking powers that all the X-Men had. Just... Fucking start fresh with the, all these kids. Yeah, I actually have a quote right here from James Mangold. He goes, "The studios are always thinking about the next chapter, but Logan is that last is the last chapter for now." So he was able to do what he wanted to, and I think it's a testament to this movie. You can tell that he he had some freedom, yeah. you know, and I think that's what really shines, um, or what I take out of this movie. I think once the studio decided, yeah, this could be an R movie, they just kind of said, "Do what you're going to do." Yeah, I mean, if if we're gonna if we're gonna go as far to let this be an R. You might as well do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on this. I'm I'm a Deadpool fan, but I was not blown away by the Deadpool movie. 
but I think we owe a lot to Deadpool because Deadpool is what got Logan made, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I and I don't think every movie has to be rated R like this. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be rated R, but I tell you what, I really am glad that this one is. It and, needed, it needed a, a breath of fresh air, and that definitely was a different sort of breath. Yeah, well, um, exactly what whiskey, I was saying earlier. A whiskey-fueled breath that really shot some life into it. <laughs> it's like... You can have your fun Marvel. Okay, this is interesting too. Everyone's always like, um, let's give our characters back to Marvel. Okay? And for the most part, for the most part, I agree with that because I do want to see Wolverine in a Marvel movie. He couldn't just show up in right. an MCU movie fighting Thanos saying, fuck Thanos. You know, it just wouldn't gel with Captain America. MCU wouldn't just, that's not, they're more family oriented. It just wouldn't go. Um, but I tell you what, for the most part, I want to see my characters back at, at MCU, but if we were to have all of our characters back, we would not have got Logan. You right. know, so it shows you right now that it is important. I hope that Fox keeps on making the you know, taking chances. And and haven't taken I hope have that, some balls. I hope that they realize too that every And then give it back to MCU. <laughs> every movie doesn't have to be this giant extra, extravaganza. This was a movie that was really about three characters. Preach it, brother. And that was it. Yeah. And it had a lot of heart. It had a lot of feels, and pretty, pretty modest budget, I would think. Too. I was, I was gonna say there really wasn't a whole lot. I mean, yeah, the 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 cybernetics on some of yeah. those guys and some of the um, you know CGI Hugh yeah. Jackman, but I mean, um, but it, it was still solid. I mean, uh, and, and I hope that they at least take that away from it, where you know you could do an X Men movie with just a couple people. Even though here I was just saying like, hey, yeah. they need to be team movies, but they don't have to be fighting this giant like crazy threat i honestly believe they looked at the the heart of the character okay and they're like let's make a character movie you mm-hmm. know i believe that 100 percent. and you know like we we're talking um our top 10 movies of 2016 and i have civil war on there and civil war had a lot of fucking stuff going on i don't know how they made it work because you give that to any other studio mm-hmm. you give it to a handful of directors and they would fuck that up um i don't even know if i would give it a pass after reading a, a script because i'm sure that looks busy as fuck they pulled it off, but I think it's so important that, like you just said, you don't need to have a civil war. You don't have to have um, Spider-Man three. You know, you don't have to have these movies that are so convoluted and so busy. This is a perfect example of spending time with a character that we all love. Okay, spending time with his ability, his abilities, and and into the future. You know, where he's aging and he, he's a broken man, and that character right there is, I think, why it will it'll outlast the box office. I think it'll it'll kill, and I think people like I think you said fresh. You know, mm-hmm. it feels fresh, and I think a lot of people are gonna walk out of this being like, fuck yeah, that was the that was the movie we wanted. It's a movie that we needed, I think, in the superhero genre. Yeah. Especially coming off of Apocalypse last year. Too. Is that last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you watch Apocalypse, and that's another movie that's just so busy. Yeah. You know, you got fucking the, the, the gaming chick showing up, you know, as uh, what's her, what was her site? Uh, Jubilee. Was it Jubilee? Gaming chick. No, no, yeah, what's her name? What are you talking about? It, oh, I'm Olivia talking about Munn? The, Olivia Munn. Who oh. was she? Silo. Oh. Silo. Oh, okay. What I'm getting at is the whole movie was so convoluted with so many people. Yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot going on, and it's just so nice just to take a step back and just relax. What did you guys think of the villains in this? Pretty generic. I thought so too. Um, but I thought that was okay. It yeah, wasn't about it, because them. it wasn't about them. It, they they served their purpose. They were just guys chasing. Are I, they the, are they the Reavers? Because they they said something yes. about Reavers. Yes. Yeah, they, that's what that group was. I liked the. What are ma- the Reavers? I mean, is there is that go know. deeper in comic book they're, lore? They're just kind of like half cybernetic mercenaries. Like I think they're like uh, ampu- amputee like war veterans that they've like. Is Lady Deathstrike part of the Reavers? 
Uh, that's something I wish they would have went into somehow to give me some, just a little bit. I don't need like, you know, 20 minutes. I just need like, you know how they were talking about, um, the, uh, the young kids and some uh, flashback on, on video where, you know, Hey, they're from, you know, Hispanic ladies and they were giving birth to them and then they had them in a hospital and they would, you know, um, cool fucking backstory for yeah, those kids. Really, really cool backstory for those kids. I wish that we could get some kind of backstory that same way, you know, maybe with the Reavers because I think that would have been informative. Lady Deathstrike was with the Reavers. Okay. There was okay. an X-Men, I'm sure, I don't know, did you guys watch the cartoon a lot when you yeah. were kid? You remember yeah. that I one where kid, the, I was going to say that there was, uh, there's an episode that features them where like the Morlocks find an alien ship down and it's crashed and then they built New York over it basically uh. and uh, the Reavers are trying to get the alien technology. So, deals a lot with Wolverine's past because she wants to kill him and stuff like that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But uh, I liked that main Reaver guy. Like I thought that he is was that Hol- is that Holbrook? Is that his? What's his? Uh, the, uh, not the old guy. The, the guy with fucking... the the guy with the hand. Like yeah. I thought that he did a yeah. good job of just being like the Theon uh, Greyjoy. Boyd, Boyd Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. Okay. Yeah, yeah he did a great like job. Did yeah. a, he did a good job of just being that piece of crap? Yeah. Like I liked yeah. it. like a Charlie Hunnam kind of look to him, mm-hmm. and like he was just kind of like very smooth talking, and like yeah, yeah. I don't, he I don't, wasn't I don't too over the top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just I liked that he was very humbled a lot of this yeah. movie. Another yeah. highlight for me, I think his name's Stephen Merchant. I'm not for sure, yeah. but played Calibus, right? Caliban. Caliban. Yeah. Sorry, Calibus. What? Who's Calibus? I don't it know. Sounds like something from it's fucking like Taliban, Clash. But sounds we'll like see. something from uh, Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Fight Calibus. Uh, but Caliban, yeah, I liked uh, what he brought to it. You know, there was he, they actually even mentioned it in the movie, but Nosferatu. I got uh-huh. a really, like, Nosferatu feel from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I thought he was fantastic. What did you guys think of him? Yeah, he was, a, he was a really cool, interesting character, especially at the beginning where he's just like, he's that, like, psychologist that Logan needs, you know. Because he's, like, telling him, like, dude, you're fucking breaking down and you're drinking a lot and, like, I know, like, you plan on buying a boat and running away with him, and that leaves me nowhere. Like, we need to talk about this kind of shit, even though I know you don't want to. <laughs> and then they don't talk about it, <laughs> because that's just kind of how Logan is. So. I like the him in his cowboy hat and all completely covered up. Like, I thought yeah, he was pretty thought cool. Yeah, looked, really looked cool. like fucking Marlon Brando in Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. Uh, what'd you guys, uh, I know we talked about the violence earlier, but did you know that China cut, like, 14 minutes out of their cut? Jeez. Yeah, 14 minutes. There's your 15 minutes right there. But yeah. can you imagine taking 15 minutes of the cool shit? <laughs> well, I was going to say, again, it was just so... Um, I mean, it, it gave me a very episode 3 vibe where, mm-hmm. like, that was the first time you saw a lightsaber cut somebody and it was hot and steaming and you know what I mean? It's just real... Like, it's, it's just hyper-violent and that's what this reminded me of is, like, you know, we've had, you know, nine X-Men movies and we've seen Wolverine slash people up but in this one... Like, you really see he's cutting hands off. He's Arms cutting, are flying. Yep, he's cutting bone, or he's cutting guns along with uh, with the hands that are holding the guns. He's going through skulls. Oh, he's oh, just, that, like that scene I said where uh, Xavier's having that seizure at the casino, just, and you see him, like, slowly just, like, fucking driving it through people's yeah. eyes oh, and, like, up through their chins, and it's like, oh, fuck, that's, like, really fucking... And, like, it's cool, because everything's in slow motion. Those guys aren't moving, but then when he pulls it out, the blood just fucking starts shooting out. It's yeah, so cool. that, that scene was so good. I, like, I, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen anything like that where... Because you, you can see that the guys that he's killing... They, they know. They know. They, they just can't move. They can't move, and it's just like... <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, anything else that we didn't get to cover? This is one of those off-the-cuff, man, so we didn't even yeah, get it. I haven't even tough. heard too many reviews. I, I know it's being um, well-received, Yeah, uh, but there's like a it. lot of movies that's well-received that I go to the theater, and I'm just like, oh, that wasn't so great, but this is, is a movie that I'm I'm really, really happy about. It's, it's a road movie. 
It's a comic book movie. It's a western. Western. It's a horror movie, dude. There's some scary shit. The mute. You know, we didn't talk about the score. I thought the score was really good. There's some piano, um, and then towards like the the more cinematic uh, parts. Yeah, Yeah. and then there was some like um, horror vibes I got from Mm -hmm. this man. Like this is the goddamn Wolfman. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is some scary shit going on. What did you guys think of X24? I'm sorry. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah. Um, X20. I thought it was good. Like X24. Do you like the use of that? He's he's not a real character, but it it was kind of cool because we got to play out what this version of Logan would have been 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, if if the original X-Men had been R-rated, that's what our fucking Wolverine would have been like, and that's kind of cool that we got to see, you know, the, the big mutton chops, like, the shorter hair, he looks- and just fucking going mental. Because, like, you start off, you see Logan killing people, and you're like, hey, okay, he's really fucking badass. Yeah. Then you see X-23 start killing people, and you're like, she's way more fucking badass than he oh, is. Man, and then you see X-24 so start killing people, and you're like, I don't know if people can get more fucking badass than that. <laughs> I know. That was pretty cool when they gave him that shot and then his eye like kind of rolled and back. Just and rolls, yeah, oh. he starts healing back up. And the effects, man. Did we get to talk about the effects? Like the effects, I think we hit on it briefly, Which but it's very well. Like they were few and far between, but they were well done for the mm-hmm. most. part. You know what I was really worried about? My number one. If I could pick one thing that I was worried about going into this movie, it happens all the time to me, and it takes me out of movies. I'll just give a couple examples: uh, Kingsman, Expendables, things like that, where they do the action and it's hardcore action, but you see blood splatter. It's like CG. CG blood. I cannot stand CG blood. And with this, like, there's a lot of kills. There's a lot of blood on screen. But the way that James Mangold films it, the camera's behind the it's action. Bo- bodies fall out of the scene, and you don't like. It's have not to close up where you see the claw go. I mean, there's a couple like that. Like I said, the slow motion scene, you definitely see blood. Like yeah. he pulls it out of a guy's chin, and blood just starts. Shooting but it out. looks good. Like there's, there's. I don't even think there's. Very many where I was like, that looked like shit. Like, the action looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, the CG looked really good. Um, so that's something I was like, it, I was really worried about going into this movie, but I was completely happy with Camera it. work in general, aside from probably Christopher Nolan's Batmans, might be one of the best shot comic book movies yeah. I think I've ever seen. There's a lot of scenes that you could just, or just stills that you could just take out mm-hmm. and just put on a wall. You know, I think there's that when they're at the hotel or right when he falls down um, at the beginning of the movie, he's next to mm-hmm. his limo on the ground there. It's just that long, that wide yeah. shot. I'm like, man, this this movie looks, it's just so well filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many cool, like, areas they play in. I mean, you've got the Mexican desert. Yeah. You've got, you know, like, Las Vegas kind of area. And you've got this fucking Canadian, like, North Dakotan woods. It definitely. Fucking, it had a very uh, almost, like, um, political feel to it, too. Yeah, there was the definitely whole, some yeah, like immigration whole, type stuff at the beginning. Yeah, definitely kind of got that feel too. With not like, not heavy handed, but just definitely nice talking about like safe havens and the fact that she's Hispanic and mm-hmm. uh, it's just uh, very interesting. Yeah, I got a couple different tones. Um, there was a, a, a tone of Terminator in this. Did you get that at all? Did you with feel a invinci- Terminator with how invincible like X twenty four was? Yeah, with okay, a couple. One, it was the you know you could pick this from a, a bunch of different movies, but um, you had the the road movie where you had the the Wolverine and the X twenty three, and it just kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of like a um, a, a Terminator, Terminator and John, John Connor. Connor. But then, um, yeah, like X twenty four, that was a big one where um, he comes in, and he's so invincible. Mm-hmm. The newer model and the older model, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I wish this. Because I'm a Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 fan. I think the rest suck. I know you're a fan of like Salva- Salvation. Salvation. And um, since I've known you, I've actually... Um, I like Salvation a little bit more because you've shown me a couple of things that I kind of appreciate. Like, there are there's some really good art. There's mm-hmm. some really good art in Salvation. Um, but 
there's some things in this where I'm like, man, I wish that Genesis could have took some notes off of Logan because I, I still want a good Terminator movie. I think Genesis fucking sucked. But I'm like, here's how you do an old and new, okay? Here's how you do old man Logan. Okay, he could have channeled that somehow, maybe not copy and paste, but there's a way to do an old old Terminator and old Schwarzenegger, you yeah, know? Mm-hmm. They did it with Logan uh, and, and obviously the, the X-24. But anyway, there's I got a little bit of vibe on that and I got a Universal Soldier 1 vibe. <laughs> did you get to okay. that at all? Yeah, I kind of did. You, did did you get that? that? The reason I say Universal Soldier 1 is the, the big fight is on a farm, yeah. okay, between Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren and he spin kicks him into a combine, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so, and then you have, like, the one that's all fucking jacked up and crazy and then you have Jean-Claude Van Damme and it, just that whole scene and where it ends reminded me of Universal Soldier. So there's a lot that was, like, Terminator, uh, Terminator, Universal Soldier and then um, I know Hugh Jackman has said it but there's an un- there is definitely an Unforgiven. Like, I've always said that Hugh Jackman looks like Clint Eastwood. You know, there's a. Do you ever? Do you see that at all? Nope. Really? <laughs> wow. Look, no. go look back at young Clint Eastwood and look at Hugh Jackman. Like, man, it's uncanny, dude. Wow. Take your you, word for it. Yeah. I don't see that at all. Yeah. Okay. Google um, Hugh Jackman. Um, looking Eastwood. at Hugh Jackman right now, no, no, and no. I know what Clint Google, Eastwood looks like. No comparisons. Young, you're looking at. Dude, looking at open, Hugh your, open your mind, bro. Look back and look at comparisons between old and new. Okay. Are you gonna look it up for me? Thanks, because that just makes the episode just spin like a motherfucker. Yeah. I just I don't know. One guy playing tug of war with you. There's um you look at the comparisons between um old and new and it's it's uncanny. Fuck yeah. I you don't, don't see, see that, that in, do you do see, not that, see that, Seth? That at all. Their eyes definitely. Jesus Christ. Do you see that? Seth, give me it to me. Do you they see both that? have a beard and hair. No, eyes. Do you see that? It's, their eyes. It's they have fucking that stare. They yeah, both it's have fucking that uncanny. Stare. They yeah. both have the stare. Um, you know, ah, fuck, that's crazy. God damn, you don't see that? I, that they do not look anything alike Oh to my me. God, that's going to be our next Facebook poll. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but they look exactly like, there's, he said that there's an unforgiven um, element to this movie, um, and then with Shane as well, which isn't Clint Eastwood, but um, yeah, so many tones in this movie that I, I yeah, look at that. They're dead. That's not just because they're in the same position wearing hats doesn't mean they look alike. No, look at the fucking bone I'm structure. I'm looking at them. Look at the bone structure. Let's move on. Oh. Yeah, that looks. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't. You look see it, Seth? Right. Again, I think they they both have the same eyes. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So is there any guys, anything good else? Flick. Good flick. Good flick. Logan's <laughs> a good flick. Yeah. Go, um, see, anything else go you want to? Anything else you want to hit on? Uh, we want to rate this thing? Yeah, final Ooh. verdict, what'd you think? Um, as far as this year goes, I already said I think Get Out was a little bit better, and I gave Get Out like a 4.75. This is probably a 4.5, um, which would put it up there with one of the best comic book movies of all time. Um, again, this is, you know, we just came out of the theater an hour Dicks or two are ago. hard. Um, Testosterone's but high. But I, like, <laughs> I, it, there was not a moment where I was uninterested. Even the slow parts were interesting in this movie. Yeah, four and a half. Amazing movie. 3.75. Really? Okay. Yeah. Final verdict? Yes. Yes, go see it. It uh, was good. I yeah. was going to say, he fell asleep a lot. The 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 back half of this, <laughs> I just was kind of like, get on with it, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, uh, it was showing he was on his deathbed. I like, get he was that, ready dude. To go. You, I get that. All right? I got that from the first, like, <laughs> ten minutes. Like, when he gets shot and he lay, laying on the ground, he gets back up. He's like... 
fuck? <laughs> like, it was just like he's got to push all those bullets out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, yeah. there's when you set your tone and, and you show your tone what you're going for, you don't have to fucking hammer it home yeah. for two hours and 20 minutes. We get it. Um, but with that said, I give it a four. Um, I thought it was great. That was a great movie experience. Um, we did our, did we do our top five comic book movies or was that top two? We do our top gen genre probably. I don't know. Um, I need to go back and look at that because it will be updated. Um, Logan's in there for sure. Um, and that's off of one viewing. So I have to let it sit for, you know, a couple mm-hmm. months. I got to watch it a couple times, see exactly where it goes. But man, it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, man, I, I'm not going to call it right now, but it, it's in my top 10 for sure. For sure. Um, loved it. X-23. Um, uh, what's her name? Daphne Keene. Daphne Keene. She is someone to watch for. Fucking A. You know, when you go to a Wolverine movie and you her. walk out and you're like, X-23, she still scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's phenomenal. Her man. and Eleven from Stranger Things need to do a movie together. Mm-hmm. Bobby Brown? Yeah, where they just kick a lot of ass together. I don't know what. but Professor X, um, Patrick Stewart. <sighs> Knocked it out. Killed it. Yeah, I did. I, I can't see him ever, you know, like, I, he's good. He's mm-hmm. good to go. Yep. Um, loved it. at The cinematography, the score, everything, the action. Like, you, you said it perfectly at the beginning of this. John Wick with claws. I, yeah. It's exactly what it is. It's intense. Um, I loved it. Um, that opening scene where he's taking out the bad guys, I was sold there. I'm like, if they can continue with this action and keep the action looking good, they don't. Go fucking crazy. It gets better. Every every fight scene is just better and better. And you're like, what the fuck? When it's, is this going to slow down? It's, it's actually... You know that scene where the the train is on the tracks and uh-huh. there's that... That's a great action scene by itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. He goes over the tracks and the guy goes... Um, track him or get a tracker yeah and i don't know why but i thought he said get a dragon yeah and i it, look at you and i go he say get a fucking dragon and i'm yeah. like that's what most studio movies would do it kept, get the dragon get the dragon release a kraken yeah. <laughs> but this kept it calm it's just a solid Very grounded independent grounded for, grounded I for love mutants it. yeah okay. <laughs> for next hey there were no mutants we just got a guy with cows cows four stars it could probably go higher than that but that's what i'm going with right now yeah. so you guys ready for movie news Let's do it. All right, let's get in. <laughs> to movie news. <laughs> All right, we're back with movie news. What do we got? All right, um, we talked about Get Out a little bit, or I did anyways. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about that because Jordan Peele uh, just came out this week saying that he intends to release four more socially aware thrillers over the next decade. Uh, He said, the best and scariest monsters in the world are human beings and what we are capable of, especially when we get together. I've been working on these premises for over, uh, about these uh, different social demons and these innately human monsters that are woven into the fabric of how we think and how we interact. And each of these movies is going to be about a different one of these social demons. Um, Get Out has like a 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. Someone on Monday. There's one There's guy. There's one negative review. Yep. Um, and what is, uh, this guy, he said, uh, Get Out is a bad comedy sketch in which serious concerns are debased. So, like, he went into this movie expecting it to be funny, oh. and it wasn't, and that's why he, he fucking hates it, so fuck that guy. Um, uh, Get Out had uh, a box office haul of $33.3 million in its first weekend, and it had a $4.5 million yeah. budget. So uh, I, I have a feeling that Blumhouse, which produced that, is going to be willing to say, hey, here you go, Jordan, take some fucking money and go make these four other movies that you want to make over the next Blumhouse decade. Blumhouse is killing it right now. But yeah. um, I've, I've been saying this for years. You take someone that works outside of their genre, okay, or works in their genre, mm-hmm. and then you give them something like, say you do a drama, and you're like, you're going to direct the next horror film. 
you know, working outside your genre. I'm like, that's where the classics come from. That's where the masterpieces come from. Mm-hmm. And not all the time, but as a general rule, man, you get some like Francis Ford Coppola, you know, to direct something outside of his, uh, not Francis Ford Coppola, um, Stanley Kubrick, um, to direct The Shining. Yeah. And, you know, his spin on a fucking supernatural horror flick is one of the best of all time. Yeah. Um, you take some people outside the box, man, and you, you give them something like this, and that's exactly what he did. He just made a, a fun, it's fun. It's scary. It's a it's a social satire. I mean, it's it's a ton of things. It's great. Get Out's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, as you see, like the the premise could be comedic. He could have made that a comedy movie. Yeah, I mean, it's totally it's, it's been done. What uh, guess who's coming to dinner kind of thing, but he turned it into more of a Stepford Wives sort of situation and made you it. You can totally really tell cool. him. You can you can totally tell that he could have he could have just went straight comedy. Let's go get. Fucking Wayans Brothers, pop mm-hmm. them in here, and let's have some dick jokes, and they're trying to take your brain, and they're trying to make you do some, you know, whatever, right? No. But he turns around, he's like, let's take take this. I bet it almost kind of, it looks like it could have started out as a comedy script, mm-hmm. and then it's like, no, we're going to fucking turn this into a serious social satire slash psychological horror flick. It, it's a blast, man. I, it, was, it was a great movie. Have you seen it yet, Seth? No, I have not. I think you should check it out. But what what do you think Is about like just scary? in general? No, no, it's not really. I mean, the the end has a little bit of blood and stuff, but well, for the most not, part, it's not. It's not say. about that. It's it's it it's would a be psychological it would be horror. you like split. It's it's. I think it's a great double feature with split. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. I would say that. Okay. Yeah, check it out. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Jordan Peele. That was his directorial debut, and he mm-hmm. kind of fucking killed it. Yeah, people awesome. are loving it. So, um, let's see. Uh, you guys saw the Oscars. I mm. Oh my god! We saw that big weird fucking. Did ending. you actually get to see it? Uh, I got home in time just to just to see it. It's a poop show um, for people that did. Did you 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 heard about the the big moonlight La La Land thing, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a poop show. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, well, apparently, two people at Price Waterhouse Cooper, who's been working with the Oscars for 83 years, uh, got fired over this debacle. <laughs> Uh, because that's a pretty, it was pretty fucked up. I didn't know? get to hear exactly what happened. How well, did it get mixed um, up? Basically, the guy was like apparently fucking around on Twitter who was supposed to be handing out the envelopes, um, and wasn't just wasn't paying attention. And, and if you look, the, wrong the uh, it says best actress on mm-hmm. the one that he yeah, yeah. that he read. Jesus, I would, if I was him, I would just wouldn't have read it. I yeah, I mean like, Warren Beatty. I mean he, he was got, confused. He got, he got like you could tell like he was yeah, like he, he's like this doesn't look right, and that's why he like he just fucking hands it off to yeah. somebody else to read. And, when like, I was watching it, I thought it was like I'm like I thought it was a joke, but I'm like who would pull a joke? Like I, I think Kimmel's funny, but I'm like Kimmel's funny, but is no, this? No, he wouldn't do that. What kind of joke is this? Yeah. I mean, and how do you get the La La Land people all in on it? To accept their Oscar, give a two-minute speech, and then give it to Moonlight and leave yeah. us all baffled? I'm like, that's a fucking complicated joke. They handled yeah. it with class, though. The, the, yeah, the producer for La La Land, fucking kudos to that guy. Yeah. Like, just going, nope, this isn't a joke. Like, Moonlight won. Guys, get up here. Yeah. Get your Oscar. You guys deserve this. Like, yeah. didn't take sour grapes with it or anything. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, but so there, odd, man. Yeah, wow. uh, but there was apparently a theater in London uh, this week that was showing Moonlight. And the people came in to watch it. They showed them the first, the opening scene to La La Land, and then came out and said, "Oh, sorry, we made a mistake. Here's That's Moonlight." Funny. I think so we actually called fun. that too, didn't we? We said that. Uh, I think you did, you agreed to La La Land deserved. Best I said picture. I said La La Land would probably walk away with the most awards in the night, but I thought Moonlight. Moonlight would win Best Picture. Yeah, that's what I had on my uh, my form. I put Moonlight would would take it. Mm-hmm. Moonlight was good. I think La La Land deserved it, but man, that was uh, that was pretty fucking raw, man. I've never seen anything like that <laughs> yeah. at the Oscars, man. That's that was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Crazy, crazy shit. All right. You Actually, can we talk about something real quick that's connected to that? Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we were watching the Oscars together, and uh, a trailer came on for Bright. 
Yeah. And I didn't know how to take this. Have you heard about this, Seth? Right? Did you watch the trailer Is that for the this? the Will Smith movie? Yeah. Did you watch the trailer? Teaser? Yeah. Okay. Like, at first... I was like, what the fuck David, is this? David Ayer's making... Yeah. He's just making Suicide Squad again. <laughs> no, look at it. It's got Will Smith in it. There's like an elf chick that looks just like... Crocodile. Mar- yeah, crocodile person. guy. And then there's an elf girl that looks just like Margot Robbie. Like, he <laughs> I just didn't even think about that. You're, he literally just made Suicide Squad again. Like, it's just gonna... You know what? Like, I don't think it's gonna go this far. Just at, at face value. Um, you know Shadowrun? The game? Yeah, the game Shadowrun. Yeah. We have magic that enters the real world. Yeah. And it's, it looks like there's elements of, like, Shadowrun, like, in Training Day. Yeah. Like, kind of mixed. Well, did you do the reason? Like, so basically, imagine Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie is, except that um, we, we've it's in our time. So, like, we've grown up with, like, uh, that elves, humans, orcs, they all coexist. See, I think that's bad. In modern day. Yeah. But I was, I remember uh, talking to everyone in the living room about it. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was so, after it kind of rested, you know, Mm -hmm. on me and I started thinking about, I'm like, I actually love this idea and I hope it's good. But I was like, for one, I was like, wow, Netflix is becoming a big deal, but I don't think that's completely sunk in yet that you have Will Smith and I'm going to talk about something later, Brad Pitt. All these people are going to Netflix and this isn't going to theater. This is going straight to Netflix, right? Well, I mean, Amazon and Netflix, Sundance just happened not too long ago. Uh, I think it, they said Amazon bought 17 movies at Sundance, Jesus. which is an insane amount for even just a normal movie studio to buy. Um, and they are just getting, having their own startup as a, a movie like studio, and they bought 17 fucking movies. Yeah, that and, and Netflix way. wasn't too far behind. I think they bought like 10 movies at Sun, Sundance. Dude, well, let's focus on that for a second. Netflix, just this year you have Bright coming out. I think that's in like in December, don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But you have Bright coming out that... I'm legitimately excited for it. I think that sounds fun. Sure. Um, you have a Brad Pitt movie called uh, War Machine, is what right. I think it's called, where he's like this rock star general that's coming in, and it, it looks really interesting. But you got a Brad Pitt movie, you have a Will Smith movie on Netflix, you have a David Fincher TV series called Mindhunters mm-hmm. that is a police procedural behind the scenes on, I think it's capturing like serial killers. So you have Mine Hunters, and then you have a. Will you look up something for me real quick? I think it's sure. called Glow. Cool. Um, oh, I, it's a, it's about eighties women's wrestling. Okay, that's that's why I wanted to know the timeline. Eighties um, women wrestling. Have you seen this? It's no. like a teaser. So all you see is like women like on on these ropes that look kind of like like they're glowing. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? That sounds like a brilliant fucking TV show. Eighties women's wrestler wrestling. That sounds like that could be yeah. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a lot the, of quirkiness, I imagine, like for '80s wrestling, for, yeah. you know, oh, in yeah. general. I'd like to see a TV show just on '80s wrestling. That'd be fucking badass. Yeah, and they got uh, that other movie called The Discovery with uh, Jason Segel and Rooney Mara about like the pe- all the people that like die, like people want to die. Oh yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Like, and, uh, yeah. That When's that coming? Uh, this year. Wow. And then Stranger Things season two. Well, I was also yeah. going to say that you got uh, Defenders and Iron Fist and Punisher. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's like the cherry on top. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then you have, um, they just made deals with, I think. That Valentine's Day movie looked Chris Was too. it Chris Rock? I think it was Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle for Chappelle, original yeah, comedy. They just released uh, the trailer for Chappelle's like, first special on there. Wow. And a thousand Adam Sandler movies that no one cares a shit about. <laughs> That's true. But Netflix is dominating. Like, I don't know how many of these I'll actually have time to watch, like a TV show of Mindhunters. Mm-hmm. But, man, it sounds very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, glow, everything from Glow to War Machine to Bright to that one that you just, was it called Discovery? The, the Discovery, yeah. Discovery. And then Strangers. Man, Netflix is dominating right now. And but I'm yeah, just excited about that. 
Um, what else do we have? Uh, let's see. All right. Um, apparently, uh, at the last minute, Matt Reeves was saved and is coming back to the Batman. I love Brian Steele posted on Facebook about that. He yeah. goes, ha ha, DC haters. I mean, not DC, yeah, DC haters. He's like, you know, he's back and you guys called it too soon. No, uh, but it was apparently he was ready to walk out the door because he wanted full control of the Batman and WB finally caved, and they gave him full control of the movie, script and everything. They, I, our, they get final cut, obviously, but uh, he gets he gets control of the script and everything that, you think that that's goes a good into idea? it. I mean, I well, think if you look at the track record right, right now, I think right. they need to give someone a solo vision. Well, he he used. I mean, that's what they're doing with Aquaman, um, because James Wan is directing yeah. Aquaman. They gave him full control of Aquaman, and then you look at Marvel. The first person they gave full control to. James Gunn. Is James Wan still attached to Aquaman? James Wan is yeah, still attached to Aquaman. test footage? No. They that's also what I wanted to talk today. about. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. You want to talk about it? That yeah, kind of relates okay, in. Okay, I was just going to say, that. basically you see a little bit of test footage where it's underwater and it looks like that. I, I imagine that it's Ocean Master sitting on the on the throne and then Aquaman kind of swims up to him and it's like just all profiles, but it's just like... Yeah, I can get behind this. Like, this actually looks pretty neat. Well, that this yeah, will be it different. It looks pretty cool yeah, how they did it. Because it's just yeah. underwater. Like, wow. everything will be kind of... It, everything's just going to be... They're going to be an original experience? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is cool. you're not, I'm not going to relate it to anything else. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I think James Wan was pissed for a while, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that they were joking about that, though, too. I don't know. Where he was like, oh, I'm going to leave, and then it had a picture of him with I think Aquaman. they're all serious. <laughs> I think they're all going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Matt Reeves, I'm surprised that he... Yeah, what else so, has he done? Uh, or uh, the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Oh, the Planet okay, of the Apes. Gotcha. Let the right one in. So he'll do fine. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done a whole lot, but he's someone that when he does something, people go, ooh, Clover, Cloverfield as well, maybe. Cloverfield. Yeah, so those uh, are yeah. four so he go hard. genre flicks. Right, I gotcha. Um, he goes hard and goes deep. Speaking of Cloverfield, um, the writer for Cloverfield, Drew Goddard, uh, also wrote oh, Cabin in yeah. the Woods and The Martian, uh, just signed on to do Deadpool 2, and he's going to help write oh, cool. Deadpool 2. Is he? Um, who's directing that? Directing is that the John um, Wick brother or the one of the John Wick guys? It's a uh, David Leach. Is that? I think that's one of the John uh, Wick I guys. I think so too. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Um, yeah, and uh, I you know not expecting that we were going to see a Deadpool teaser when we went and saw Logan tonight. Dude, um, that was so awesome. Like, I love I, mean, I, I just that. was like, I, I thought Logan it was starting. Yeah, I thought it was too, and I'm like, hey, he's in it. Like I was like, <laughs> this is weird, and then like, oh my gosh, that was just what a. What a like! I got all my laughs out, and then Logan was super serious. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you couldn't laugh very much. It was much a at great Logan. way to lead into Logan too, because even yeah. he talks about Logan. He's yeah. like, well, there was you the see mo- Logan on the marquee. Yeah, as I say, it says movie showing Logan, and then like when he was <laughs> when he's looking at the old guy, there's a uh, there's a friggin' Logan poster. Yeah. Like, oh man, Logan probably would have saved you. Yeah, but all he wears is like jeans and a and a, and a tank top. Yeah, <laughs> just, oh my gosh. And then, so then it was kind of great on the uh, the. Uh, telephone booth that he's in mm-hmm. you can see it says nathan summers is coming like mm-hmm. written on it like in spray paint and that's cables like real yeah, name yeah. so that was kind of oh, cool okay. they figured out who's gonna play cable yet because i, I heard that's, it that's the other thing we're gonna russell, talk about russell here Crow, you, did, did they show interest um russell crowe uh was talked about to having some interest but apparently uh someone came in this weekend to work uh and do a test screening with ryan reynolds and that's david harbour who plays uh jim hopper in uh stranger things the police chief. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, he was apparently he's apparently kind of uh, rumored to come in. Um, there was also uh, talk apparently that uh, Pierce Brosnan could potentially do the That'd role. Be and, interesting. And, I don't know if it's uh, good. Kevin Nash, man. And David Kevin Leach. David Leach even said, <laughs> "No, 
Yeah. Gosh, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Doesn't he even say Dolph Lundgren like in the camp. Like, Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Yeah, I think Kieran they're Knightley. badass. Kieran Knightley's going to play. No. I think he was serious about Dolph Lundgren. Uh, but David Leach, who is directing, uh, said, you know, they, they, they may have offered the part to Brosnan, and if he wanted the role, the role would be his. Huh. So, but and then and then after he said that, they brought in uh, David Harbour. So maybe Pierce Brosnan doesn't want to do. What's that, that one cat's name, man? Uh, don't breathe. Um, uh, Stephen Lang. Yeah, Stephen Lang. I thought he would have been a great choice for him, man. Just tied into doing looks... Avatar movies for the next twenty fucking years. Oh fuck! <laughs> have you guys seen that Avatar thing where it's like for Disney World? It's like welcome to Avatar Land. You don't fuck me. Is that what it says? It does not. Say I don't know, Brad. <laughs> what the hell did you just say? It says it, it talks so fast in the jungle that you don't even know what it's saying because it's like it's oh, like that's where your brain goes. Yeah, don't fuck me. Don't fuck me. <laughs> can you don't imagine? Gosh, okay. I'm glad you're here to host can, this can, thing. Can, I'm glad. Can you imagine this Avatar thing? Be like, welcome to Navi. Don't fuck me. <laughs> well, another interesting thing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go right in from Avatar into my next thing. Um, Avatar <laughs> is the most expensive movie ever made at four hundred and twenty five million dollars. Shittiest too. But uh, can two, I say something real quick? Sure. I love not being in charge of movie news. I can just fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> that um, sounds shitty. <laughs> yeah, it does sound shitty. Um, but Avatar was the most expensive movie ever made, but that's about to go to shit uh, because Infinity War just released their budget for their two movies. They oh, will be spending man. over a billion dollars combined between those two so movies. So like five hundred million a piece, at least. That's unheard of. It's absolutely ridiculous. What was Avatar one? I mean, Civil War cost two hundred and fifty million to make. Shit. So double that? Yeah. Holy. For two movies. No, double that no, for I mean, one. Well, no. Well, for yeah, for so, the yeah. one. Double that for I'm one. Saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, you're movie. doubling it on two movies. I mean, if one of these could be 250 million. The other one could be 750 yeah, million. Sure. We don't know how they're breaking it up. Yeah, yeah. They're just saying combined, it's one billion dollars. So the damn. highest budgeted Disney movie before this was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which was 300 million. Jeez, man, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- yeah, that's a huge fucking chunk of shit. It's not like it's not gonna make that I'm, back. Yeah, because I'm thinking about going to see it. <laughs> really? Are you excited a I little considered bit? it. <laughs> I think I'll go watch that one. I'm yeah. sure each of those will make a billion, two billion each, probably. Man. Um, and the only other thing I, I've got here is, um, it's another little bit of Marvel news, but um, Vincent D'Onofrio has apparently been making his plea to Kevin Feige that, yeah, he he wants, that he wants to play Kingpin in the next Spider-Man movie. God damn right! We've been right. saying that for years. Who the fuck yeah, doesn't want to see Since he that. started in Daredevil, we're yeah. like, this guy needs to grab Spider-Man. Before there was even a Tom Holland, we're like, he needs to grab Spider-Man by his fucking scrawny little mm-hmm. neck. That'd be badass. Bring that like that like that ultra serious badass from the Daredevil God series damn. over to like that quirky little world of, of Spider-Man's and have them clash. So fucking good. Mm-hmm. That would be so good. I, I can't wait. I mean, well, we've talked about that previously or in the past where we I want to see some of these Defenders or Daredevil or I'd be so badass, man, to see them share the same screen with like Captain America and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, Kingpin grabbing Spider-Man by the ass. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> What? What? I don't know what movie you're thinking. Um, you guys got anything? What um, talk I, about? Uh, Tell us from the crypt. Um, there was a, a very quick trailer. I guess uh, M Night Shyamalan's producing it. Okay. Um, I, it got pulled. And I actually finally found another uh, uh, version of it. We, I was, I grew up on Tell us from the crypt. Um, love it. The, the the teaser that I watched today. I know it was the official teaser, um, but it, it was kind of odd. It was just some guy kind of like mopping a hallway. And it was like a real, like 
real scary hallway. Like you'd be like, who the fuck would mop that hallway? Like you couldn't pay me enough to mop this fucking hallway. And this guy starts, he's listening to some earphones and the, um, through a door you see like this guy and he like bangs his head on the glass real slowly and the janitor's still mopping and he doesn't really he kind of looks back for a second and there's nothing there and he mops some more but he's listening to his music so he doesn't hear the smacking or he you know doesn't think he does and then guy's like smacks it some more smacks it some more and it goes through the fucking glass and then the janitor turns around and there's nothing there but the the glass is broken and then all of a sudden a monster pops up right in front of him and he's like tells him the crypt Hmm. so Kind of a weird teaser, but I'm very curious to see where Tells from the Crypt goes. Um, is this a TV series or a movie? Uh, TV series. Oh. Yeah. I'm not for sure if it's HBO. I imagine it is, uh, but I'm not for sure where I mean, it's going. I mean, they own the rights to it. So you would I think so. Yeah, I imagine they still own the rights to it. Um, so I think it's HBO, but there was no Crypt Keeper at the end of this teaser, and mm-hmm. I was kind of worried about that because I love the Crypt Keeper. That guy's still alive, too. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. You ever heard of that? You yes. ever watch that? Did you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Because he just stares at you blankly. Well, yeah, there's a I bunch know. of stuff like sounds like I've never watched that shit. I'm like, well, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> but um, tell us well, the crypt. Looks, is that what he's called? The crypt keeper. The crypt keeper. Yeah. He always kind of creep me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to bring the crypt keeper back, man. Just make some quality thirty minute little scary shows and have his him do his little old school intro. Man, that'd be badass. Yeah. So mm-hmm. right now though, they haven't confirmed or denied that the crypt keeper's that. So I'm like, bring the crypt keeper back, man. Let's do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd be totally down for that. I mean, I always love like anthology type stuff like that. So let's. Seth, would you please tell us about a post that you made today? I didn't get to tell you, but it made me very excited. Was it DuckTales? It was DuckTales. Dude, how good was that trailer? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I was at work and I watched it and I was like, this is badass. I, I, I was at lunch break and I was like, oh, DuckTales. I watched this. It was, it was badass. I really liked it. I was like, man, they're doing a good job of like. Uh, catering to the past, but at the same time yeah. making it still new for a new generation. And uh, David Tennant, man, he kind of sounds like Scrooge McDuck. They all kind of sm- I mean, sound like legit. Oh, is that David? I didn't even know it was David Tennant. Yeah, it's David yeah, I Tennant. Did they say that on the trailer? I posted no, a video a uh, couple them. months ago of like all the cast like singing the DuckTales song oh, cool. kind of in around. So, And I liked how you could gently hear the DuckTales theme and everything. Mm-hmm. When was the last was... time there was a DuckTales TV show? 80s, man. Wow. Yeah. Man, so I'm excited. Like, is this was... like the first '80s thing that they're bringing back, or has Disney XD done anything else like a Tailspin or a Darkwing or anything like that? Not I don't even really. know. It was the right I snap, love a Tailspin. I would love a Tailspin, man. Mm-hmm. And I liked. Awesome. I don't know. I was a big Darkwing Duck. Yeah, fan for sure. Yeah. Duck. Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this the only one though that they have that's right it, now on right Disney now. XD that's like you know um, they did, back to the past? Well, they did like Girl Meets World for like okay. a single right. show for Boy but nothing like a like a Ducktales like. But that's cool. I dug the and I dug the animation. I dug all the. Voices. A lot of the cast are SNL people. So Bobby Moynihan, Ben Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other fucking guy? I, got, I, don't, I can't remember. But uh, I, I, will look it I up, really, really liked it. And uh, I, I was just... Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to watch the yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, I was really I liked the that. launch pad at the end. Like, oh, the ground! Yeah. <laughs> when he's not paying attention to driving. I'm just saying. Uh, it's good, man. Oh, we got to talk about another trailer. Uh-oh. Um, I'm just going to say one line from it. He says in the movie... In the trailer, let me think of the line because it's funny. He goes, "I'm your father, Peter." Is that what he says? 
What? Oh, uh, Narnia. <laughs> he's like, yeah, what are you talking about, bro? Narnia's I think he's like, I'm your dad, Peter. Mm-hmm. You just do such a fucking terrible... I just like Sam Peter. Peter. I just like... Peter. There's, 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 Peter. There's, there's like, Luke, I'm your father, and then there's like, I'm your dad, Peter. Yeah. I just thought that was Kurt Russell, man. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell with his beard. We finally got to see Kurt Russell he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. He's got his beard. He has You're so excited. Blood. You like his beard? I don't care. You're, I, I was excited for you. Yeah, thank you. That he's got his beard. Are you on the... Are you... On the beard I'm, train. On a, I'm on the mustache train. The yeah. mustache train. I don't want him to have that a. I don't gross. want him to be clean, clean shaven, but I don't want him to have a full beard. Just give me yeah. a mustache. I think he looks so solid, man. Yeah. What are you, are you guys pumped for this? I mean, oh, did, you like yeah. this next, yeah. did you like this last trailer? I know we're pumped. This is the last trailer. Yeah. Did you by like the, the last trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. And James Gunn even said there's a lot of stuff in that trailer that's not even going to be in the movie. So like, I hope she has that big fucking push. gun, dude. That big gun is like the craziest shit I've ever seen, but mm-hmm. in a cool way. Yeah. Hey, you're the knife person. I'm the gun person. Yeah. I. Oh man. I'm just excited to... And did you watch the preview for the trailer? Oh. When he's like... When Drax is like going... Oh, yeah, and he's yeah. he's eating the food and they're just like, dude. And he's like, what? <laughs> dude. Like, like, he's just sitting there just eating really loud. Like, I'm all about it, Dude, I'm, I'm already sold on Baby Groot. Baby Groot is like the coolest, man. Yeah. There's no way Baby Groot... Strap in, he's eating his no. M&M's. <laughs> Baby Groot is so fucking cool. After you watch the first one, you would be like, there's no character that could be more fun than Groot. Oh, baby group can. <laughs> we'll miniaturize him. It's so cool. Um, and then the eight man. There's so many trailers, man. We just I think most of our movie news has been about trailers. Yeah. Um, they had the uh, the new Alien, new Alien uh, yeah. trailer, and there's not a whole lot I want to say about that. It's just I'm sold. Damn McBride, dude. One. That's what I'm saying. Do you remember? I don't know what episode it is, but we first announced. We talk shit about that. No, I didn't. I told I said told everybody that was at the table. I've said I said it like two or three times in different episodes, but I was like. Uh, once they cast Danny McBride, I was like, it's gonna work. Almost, it's the same reason though that I said that. Um, uh, what's his name? The guy Jordan who directed Peele. Get Out, Jordan Pill. The same, Take the same reason. Exactly, same reason that Jordan Pill's Get Out succeeds. The same reason that Danny McBride. We're gonna walk out of the theater. I'm gonna call it now. We're gonna be like, dude, he was either fun or he's not gonna be like Danny McBride like we know him. I think he's gonna be funny because he just right. you can't. Yeah, Danny he, McBride can't say anything. That. Yeah. He just drips funny, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, he just. Yeah, he's a funny, dude. And but he's I, gonna be cool. I think he's gonna fit in the alien universe, like that that blue collar kind of you know like explore. I th- he's just gonna work in an alien. Movie. Yeah, I like. I just like the premise of this one, where they're just sending couples up to you know this planet to the start colonize. creating life. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't a Prometheus fan, but like we always say, own, own your bad, bad baby. baby. So I hope they call, even though I don't like Prometheus, I think it's one of the best looking science fiction movies. Dude, of all Ridley time. Scott can make a pretty movie. Fuck yeah, he can. Yeah. So I, I hope they make callbacks like a motherfucker to they Prometheus. They've already said like the, the, the engineers are going to play a big part in this movie. Good. Still. Fuck it. Make this the best, strongest movie you can and call back to Prometheus and build it up. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, is there any other trailers, man? There's tons of shit. Man, there's a lot of stuff out now. I mean, we're starting to get all those like summer movie trailers. Chips. Chips. I looked at you during the, 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 in the theater. I go, because uh, this is unheard of. Man, if you know me, this is unheard of that I have four movies right now that I like in March. It's mm-hmm. fucking insane. And I was like, well, there, at least I know there's going to be one movie that I won't check, like. Check out, check <laughs> out the, You're not going to like Chips. They just released so. the Red Band trailer today. Yeah. So maybe check that out and see I, if you like I, that. You didn't like the balls in the face? You know, it looks so awkward. It does look a little It awkward. looks awkward how he throws him in the tub because his dick hits him in the face. Yeah. I don't know. The way they filmed it, I'm like, this looks stupid. Well, I love just Michael grab his Pena, dick. so I'll see. we'll see. Just grab his dick on accident. Okay. Right. Instead of throwing him in the tub. I don't know. <laughs> um, what else was there? God, I don't know. What else is there? Oh, did you hear? Um, now, J.J. Abrams came out today. And He's gay? 
J.J. Abrams. Oh my God, J.J. Abrams came out today. Did you hear that? Yeah, it blew everyone away. Yeah, he blew everyone. Yeah. No. What I was going to say <laughs> Seth is... hates us so much. J.J. <laughs> Abrams came out what? and said today oh, okay. that, uh, now he is the producer of the next Star Wars movie. Okay, so take this for what you want. But he said that Mark Hamill I did see deserves that. an Oscar for A Last Jedi. Really? I, I'm oh. I'm sure he doesn't, <laughs> but I'm sure he probably gives. Shut a up! Good, you haven't even watched. No, this I'm sure I'm sure he probably gives a good he's performance. Like, but go to hell. He's, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna get nominated for an. Oscar. How do you know? Because I can tell you, he's not gonna get fucking I, nominated I heard, for an Oscar. I heard someone's comments um on this on this subject tonight, and so it's not my original thought, but I I do agree with what they say on this. Um, they said that you know yeah we don't know if he's gonna get an Oscar. We don't know what he has, but. What I like about this quote um, that someone else said was that at least we know that Mark Hamill has a, a, a enough screen time and a meaty role that J.J. Abrams would say he should qualify for an Oscar. Yeah. You know, so hopefully we're gonna get some good Mark Hamill, some meat, I think, some I think meat we're gonna on get some gritty. I think we're gonna get Logan, but with <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I think it's going to be gritty and just kind of... I hope it's John Wick with lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down for that. I'd, I'd, I'll go. I'll be the first in line to go watch John Wick with lightsabers. With laser swords. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. I cannot wait. And, you know, like Civil... Let me ask you. You're you're just like me on this, man. You're more Star Wars than, than Marvel. Or comic book movies. Right? If you had to, you could only pick one. You'd say Star Wars, right? A gentle head nod. I think so. Yeah, me too. And, you know, this year when I had to do my top ten list, I had to be honest. I had to be honest. And Rogue One, I will watch it a thousand times. I got We had we both had issues with Rogue One. Yeah. But I gave it my number six. I put Civil War at number five on my top ten list. I was like, I had to be fair. I think Civil War is a stronger movie than Rogue One. And I cannot wait for the fucking day. Okay, Force Awakens. I like Force Awakens. I'll admit Force Awakens problems. It, it was higher ranked than Rogue One, but it wasn't my favorite movie. I can't wait till the day I can sit at this fucking table with a straight face and say that Star Wars was my number one fucking movie of the year because it was so perfect. And I hope that Last Jedi is that. I can't wait. I hope so. We'll I'm see excited. what happens. You should yeah. want to hope that for every movie, though. You want to be like... Every movie I see, I want it to be the best fucking movie I've ever I do. seen. But Star Wars is like, I mean, Star Wars is like, you know when you have a bad day. You should want to go watch Chips and think it's the best movie you're I do. ever no, going to see. I, I, I really do. It I don't is, want bad movies. I right. want my top, t- I want my list at the end of the year to be so fucking hard. Just, this is not how it's happened since 2007 when I started doing a top 10 list. I've never had it where I'm like, oh, that's a good fucking contender. Four in a row. Mm-hmm. It's it's unheard of for me, and uh, no, I go to the theater and I want every movie to be awesome. I really do. Um, Star Wars is just that thing for me that you know when I'm having a bad. 2017 has been a fucking shit storm. Wait, actually, I'm, I'm gonna use this real quick. I don't know who was involved. I gotta say a big shout out to AV in general, whoever listens. I don't even know if it was you guys or who it was, but um, I'll take credit. It, it was really <laughs> cool. Um, I was gonna connect this to to what I was just saying. So. Um, 2017 has been so shitty for me this year just with loss of, you know, like my mom and my, my mother-in-law and just, right. man, like weeks within each other. But um, we got a card um, from at the at the funeral home saying from AV, uh, your AV family, with a check in there for like $400, you know, from everyone that pitched in. And that just, that touched my heart. I thought that was really cool that people would even, you know, um, we, that 
it helped out tremendously. We had 15 people in this fucking house for, for a week. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to Dom Pablo's and we just, you know, we were hosting, you know, and it broke us. So that actually kind of put us back in the, in the, in the green, you know? So, but there's just something like that where it's 2017 has been shitty. Star Wars is my, 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 what do you want to call Your it? Comfort food. My comfort food, dude. Like whenever yeah. I feel bad, I can just disappear into Star Wars. So yeah, I hope every movie is good, but Star Wars, especially because that's my, my safe place. But anyway, I just want to say thank you also for anyone who was out there who donated to that because that was that was really special that people can come together, just a small group like Video Land, and, and help each other out. That's we really sh- cool. we sit around and shit on movies and, and bitch about each, each other about little things, <laughs> but like, yeah, we're a big stupid family yeah, of people seriously. that hate each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we we do yeah. we do a lot. And that's for why each I created this man because like I don't have a large family. Um, I grew up in a um, in a house that. Uh, you know, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, all the family got together, you know, nephews and cousins and all that. And then when my grandmother passed away like 15 years ago, that just disappeared. So now it's just kind of like my immediate family and, you know, Videoland. So Videoland, when I say this, it, it's, you know, Videoland is my family. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why I have people in the house and we talk movies and we go to movies together and we just fuck around. But no, Videoland's my family. Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciate that. That kind of um, um, affirmed, you know, that people think the same thing. So yeah, it's really cool. So we absolutely do. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that we want to talk about tonight, man, before we shut it down? I think I'm good. I'm good as well. I know there's some other news out there, but fuck it. We got we got some good news out there. Yes, um, what did you watch this week? This week? God, I've been watching Velvet Goldmine. Or, yeah, is that what it's Can't called? wait to yeah. read. Don't spoil it for um, me, but I can't I, wait to, I I can't wait to, to read your review. I've right actually I've watched it twice, and I'm probably going to watch it a third time. I've mm-hmm. already written out my review. But I'm not. I'm still not sure where I'm going with it. Um, it's crazy. You look at the poll for Rear Window a couple weeks ago, and it was like what, 30, 40 people that voted, like that. and now like Velvet Goldmine. It's not many people know. Movie. No, no, you know, I don't even know that movie. It came yeah. out in the late '90s. It's kind of like a non-authorized biography of David Bowie and Iggy oh, okay. Pop. Um, I, I, you know. It's very personal to Nathan, yeah. and I, I you know, even if you don't like the movie or think it's pantheon worthy, it's a really interesting pick. And yeah, it's, no, it's I something that, that it's something that's like clearly deeply personal to him. Yeah. And if you know, if it was something that got in, it's it, that idea that you have where like if some kid's looking through a list yeah, yeah, yeah. and sees these movies, like that's probably a movie he's gonna look at and go, I've never even yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. heard of that. What is that? And then watch it, and maybe that you know it's something that like. Nathan said, like, it kind of changed his life. Maybe that's the movie that would do that for some other kid out there. Or Star Wars. Yeah. Probably which, not. Which is in. Which is in. <laughs> so is Rear Window. Um, uh, what else have I been watching? A lot of wrestling. Uh, we got a lot of crazy storylines going on right now. We got a big per- pay-per-view this weekend. Say, Randy Orton rest- burned down a house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Burn a house down on yeah. television. It was kind of awesome. And then went like this. <laughs> Yeah, and then did his little pose, like a really cool cinematic shot of him standing there with just flames in the house just burning around <laughs> Yeah, him. exactly. Fucking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gearing up for, for WrestleMania in, in a month Kevin and Owens, half. Goldberg, so. Sunday. Yeah. Goldberg's oh, well, taking we, that title. We don't know. Maybe. Is I don't he, know. I'm actually looking healthy in, in his spots. He's, you know, that's He's a good an old man who has lasted a minute in the ring the two times he's fought. So. Yeah, well, that doesn't sound <laughs> but, good. Then, does well, it? no, I mean, he's, he's been dominant. I mean, yeah, he was never a good wrestler when he was, like, in Young. his prime. Like, he's just, just someone that, hype. like, he he could do big, powerful moves, and he can still kind of do those. He can, he can get people up in the air and jackhammer them, and he can spear people, and that's all we needed to see when he took on Lesnar. I think we're going to see a little bit more here in this Kevin Owens fight. I hope so. Um, I want a little bit more. I think go. I think Owens can make him look good. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'd be sad if it was yeah. just a spear jackhammer and that was it. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I watched a movie called The Greasy Strangler. Dude, I really oh, wanted to watch that. Movie. That was one that I really wanted to watch before I made my 10. Uh, it would not be in your top no. 10. No, absolutely not. It, but it's an interesting. So. It's a really fucking weird movie, but it's really interesting. And, like, just people that just, like, you would never see as, like, stars of a movie being the stars of it. We, we don't have to go over it now, but um, after the episode or something, um, look to see what they're doing for their next movie. Because uh-huh. I read it a couple weeks ago. I can't remember what it's called or what it's about, but I remember being impressed. I'm like, that sounds really freaking cool. So, I mean, The Greasy Strangler is a cool concept, so... It's it's fucking weird. Just wa- watch it. Maybe, you know, if you can't get to the first 15 minutes, you're not going to get to the rest Dude, of the I movie. I don't know why I'm thinking about this now, but I just want to drop this in here now. Um, when we, you remember when we talked all that Netflix stuff? Uh-huh. There's in the show that you've been watching recently, and my wife started watching it. She loves it. You said you like it quite a bit. It's the Drew Barrymore TV show. Santa Clarita Diet? Yeah. yeah. That's a Netflix uh, show, too. It's like, Netflix, I cannot get over how just out of nowhere. Like, they were building up for a while, but now they're just uh-huh. fucking killing it. Did you okay. ever finish that season? Yeah. Was it good yeah. all the way till the end? Yeah. Like, top five TV shows? Uh, no, but that's just because I don't like Drew Barrymore that much. But Timothy Oliphant's fucking great. I love mm. Timothy Oliphant in it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, what else? Uh, started Penny Dreadful. It's on Netflix. That's pretty good. A lot more interesting than I thought it would be. And, yeah, that's about it. Mm. A, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of anime, too. Are you finished with the anime marathon yet? Um, I've watched them all once, and I have no fucking idea. So I have to watch every single one of them again. Cause, and when I say I have no idea, I don't mean, like, I don't know how to vote. Like, I just don't know anything about these yeah. movies that I watch. It's funny, because when you first said that, um, that's why I've never been an anime fan. Because it just, it's it just seems so much. fucking There's nuts to me. Now, that's not every movie, probably. But the, the anime that I've run into, myself, the experience that I've had with anime has not been a pleasant one. Um... So, that's the reason I wanted to do this marathon, though. Yeah. I really wanted to educate ourselves in anime. So, if someone says, what's your favorite anime? You know, um, we have a, a, some really general consensus, like, good ones that we can look at and be like, uh, we've, we've watched those and we've really thought about them. So, I'm looking forward to the marathon. I haven't started mine yet. i got to start mine next week. Yeah. So. Sethi Poo? Um, let's see. Well, I watched, uh, you guys are just talking about um, anime. I just watched One Punch Man. Is that which, good? Interesting concept. It's a, kind of this whole satire on the whole like action anime. Is it John Wick with punches? It's literally he, <laughs> he kills everybody with one punch. Uh-huh. And it's just the idea that you're a superhero and you're always looking for the next big bad, but you always kill them with one punch. And so like it's just kind of like the depression that he's kind of uh-huh. like feeling. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's interesting. Like, and I love to. That he looks so dorky, but then when he goes into hero mode, then the the animation gets all real cool and everything, mm-hmm. and that it, it'll go back to just him just looking dorky like when he's just doing his normal thing. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, then watching, it's on Netflix. I think it's called Selena, Selena, Selena. One of those two. It's about. Uh, so my wife is watching it. I've been watching it with her, but not in English at all. But it's a. She is the most famous salsa singer. And dancer, I believe, of all time. No, this the 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 real the real Selena, the real life Selena, the Jennifer Lopez played played her. No, not that one. (laughs) Same name, different, but not her. I was gonna say, but the whole thing is, it's interesting. It's all about this chick's life and everything, and about how uh, this guy um, and how she's getting her big break and everything. Salea. I don't know. I can't say it right. But anyway, none of it's in English. I was impressed. It's also, there's friggin' 80 episodes of it on YouTube. It's only been out for two years. So I don't know how they're pumping all of this out so fast. Mexican TV, they do a lot. I have no idea. Well, it's Netflix. I have no idea. Um, 
then uh, been watching a lot of Power Rangers. Uh, Can I ask you something real quick about, like, I was uh, looking at On Demand last night, and uh, I got to the trailer for Power Rangers, the movie. Yeah. And it says Saban's Power yeah. Rangers. Yeah, they own it. So who the fuck is Saban? Saban's a Japanese company that created the Power yeah. Rangers. Is it really? I had no idea. Isn't yeah. that kind of weird to put, like, that in front of the, on, on the movie poster? Because I think it's actually, like, on the poster... It's Saban's Power Rangers. Do you remember the logo that's like the square and then the spinning disc goes into it? Yeah. That's Saban. Okay, so it's yeah. always kind of been there? Well, yeah, it's, always it's been. Saban, then they sold it to Disney, and then they then Saban bought it back. Huh. Yeah. Because like I've always just, because I've never was a Power Ranger fan, but I, whenever I looked at Power Rangers, mm-hmm. it's always Power Rangers. Like yeah. it just kind of threw me off like Saban. Yeah. I had no idea. What, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will, will probably run into that, like what the fuck is Saban? Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, it's weird. I'm actually working on a Power Rangers RPG. Hmm. So I, I don't know. Everyone I've talked to where I'm like, hey, would you ever do like a, you know, like a D&D setting, but you get to pick your what team you're on and then what color you're on, and that's going to be your class and everything, like different. And everyone I've talked to, except for Spencer, Spencer was like, this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Spencer hates everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was just If like, Spencer hates it, you know it's a good idea. But, but most people have been like, that's actually kind of cool. Like, that's intriguing, yeah. especially because different generations of people, like, connect with different Power Rangers and purple? stuff. No. Damn. There's never been a purple Power Ranger. There's Come a on, purple Brad. lightsaber. There should be a purple Come on, Power Brad. Ranger. <laughs> um, uh, but so I've been watching a lot of Power Rangers just to kind of get research and stuff like that to see if this is actually an idea. that cause, you know, I'm always having ideas where I'm like, do I want to keep fleshing this yeah. out or is this just something I should put on the back burner for later? Um, and then uh, what was... Uh, and then if you, I don't know if I've said this or not, but there's this YouTube channel called Star Wars Theory where... Uh, it's really cool. You should check it out okay. if you've never watched it. I was going to say, mostly just like a guy goes and does, he doesn't really give his opinion on stuff. He just answers questions that people have, and he goes to books and stuff like that and then figures out all the hard stuff mm. for you. And That's I, cool. uh, Yeah, and doesn't get super opinionated about things and, and stuff like that. It's nice just to not preaching at you about anything. He's just like, this. these are the facts that I've got. Yeah, and he, he's got a decent reading voice, so like he'll huh. read excerpts from books and stuff like cool. that. You and know, I like it a lot. Bringing up, a, you just kind of trigger something. Um, I read a news article today where I guess they're thinking about it in a book or I don't know if it's a TV show, but uh, they're thinking about bringing back the Yuzong, Yuzong Vong. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people are like, see, I, I've i never read any of the books with the Yuzong so, Vong. So, do, do you know their, di- their, uh, their shtick? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But, so I guess the general consensus is that it wasn't very well received. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, why bring... The, the reason for um, kind of resetting Star Wars is to get rid of all the shitty stuff and, yeah. and then pull back in what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I guess a lot of people are like, why bring it back? Because it sucked. I don't know anything about it. What yeah. do you think? Well, I was going to say, the if you look at stuff from uh, unused stuff from Clone Wars, they had Vong stuff. They just really? never got to it. And so, I mean, they're not my favorite thing uh, to try to bring you up to speed. Um, so you know about the force in Star Wars, right? It's energy mm-hmm. field, you know. Uh, the the force doesn't work on the Vong, basically. If you were to shoot them with, like, a force push, it just goes around them. So that means you got the, to be pretty fucking John Wick with your fucking lightsaber. Exactly. That's the, well, the whole thing, too, is their lightsaber. A lot of their armor is, like, lightsaber resistant. So, like, they're just kind of the answer to everything with, like, what we have in our galaxy. So we have to find new ways of... And they're kind of very... 
I would say, like, I don't know, um, they look like monkeys, kind of, like, with big fangs and stuff like that. They're they're real creepy looking, like, again, with the, uh, technology, like, being Planet of the Apes, like, how Planet of the Apes looks, I can see the Vong looking really creepy. See, if they, if they bring this back in and, mm-hmm. and they thread it through either, you know, to make it canon, star yeah. uh, the TV show or, or, or whatever, mm-hmm. or the books... Do you want to see them cinematically? Not really, unless they somehow thread it in with the whole, like, that's supposedly what the Death Star was for, was the Emperor was like, well, I can't use my Force powers on him, on them. I'll have a thing that can blow up a planet. So when these things show up, we can just get rid of them, and that's going to be it. And and I've always liked that idea that the, uh, that, um, you know, he... He had plans A, B, C, yeah. and D all figured out. Because they're, yeah. they're they're from a whole other... Are they from like another... They're, yes, they're from another galaxy. Okay. Like, yeah. it makes sense. Like, Star Wars is so deep with aliens and etc. But, I don't know. I just... It would make sense if they always kind of talked about them, but then yeah. just to have... The, I guess it's up. an alien invasion. Yeah, I it's basically sort of it. Is that the Vong invade. And the Emperor had a premonition that they were coming. And so I guess they could make it work, but just from what I know about it, which is very, very little, it it's so, not it great. Sounds, it sounds... It's like the Hive. It sounds like everything else. Mm-hmm. There's Star Wars, and this seems like everything else. It doesn't seem like it fits in, the Star Wars in Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know. It, it might. I don't know. It's not great. It's a good thing okay. that it's not around. So <laughs> I was going to say, Obi-Wan's going to fight Darth Maul on Rebels this week. So oh, is it's he? It's kind of exciting on okay. Sunday. So. Cool. Uh, anything else you've been watching? No, not really. I mean, I I work so much; it's ridiculous. So um, I and I was sad when you guys named like all four of those movies. I haven't gotten a chance. Like I've seen Split, but that's it. I haven't gotten a chance to watch. Anything. I know. I'm waiting for you to watch uh, Lego, Lego Batman. Batman. I'm surprised you hadn't. You I can't again. I can't get to the theater. Right. Like this was the whole thing. Is yeah, like yeah. I uh, we you know we we canceled last week, and then I told Brad I was like, hey, we should just go see Logan because I'll I'll just make myself go, and then yeah, we yeah. review it right afterwards. So I can. Do you want to do I, this? Do you want to do this next week for Kong? Yeah. I can't. I want to really bad. I have to be in indie. Uh, I have to be at indie for my job. Really? Yeah, on Friday morning, and okay. so like it's just one of those things. I've never commuted to indie along with the commute, so that's the uh, okay. It's one of those things, but okay. uh, but we'll see. Okay. So, um, man, but, for but it might it, it crossed my mind <laughs> that that would be fun. Uh, let's see. For me, um, not too much of it. You should see my notes. When we first started this episode tonight, I was so flustered because yeah. you should, man. It uh, this has been a pretty rough week, and I hate fitting all this stuff into one week. And I actually uh, messaged you earlier today and asked yeah. you, like, "Hey, can you just run movie news for me?" Because I'm fucking trying to go to work and hit the gym. And you, but man, just planning episodes for this week has fucking slayed me. Um, I had this one here I wanted to get out, and then at the same time. Um, I'm working on our King Kong Godzilla versus on Saturday, and then that's at 9:30. But at seven o'clock on Saturday, I'm talking to Mike Pasquale, uh, mm-hmm. which is the guy who uprooted the, uh, the Evil Dead cabin and oh, the, the work shed. Yeah, yeah, and well, he's he kind of tours with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he if he sells any. I think he. Well, I was, thought you break it. He's breaking it apart well, and making memorabilia from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he was doing something like that. He's doing. Um, he was trying to do a Kickstarter to help, and then if you kickstarted then he would give you pieces of that. Okay. Uh, I think he's putting a little bit into like these Evil Dead clocks. So you mm-hmm. can actually have an Evil Dead clock nice. with a piece of the wood kind of threaded in there. I think that's how that goes. Um, but we'll find all that out on Saturday. But um, just trying to figure out everything with him and when he could do it. 
and uh, how I get all these these people to come on the uh, the podcast is I always send them questions beforehand so they know that I take them you know I'm taking you serious you know it's yeah. worth your time coming on I've done my homework so I had to I had to write that all up send it to him he's like oh yeah fuck yeah I'll do it you know this sounds cool so he's coming on Saturday at seven and then right after that I'm doing the King Kong versus Godzilla trying to plan this one out. Um, so it's just been crazy. And then uh, also doing um, our, our anime marathon and mm-hmm. then fitting in Velvet Goldmine last night yeah. and thinking about that. And then I had to actually slap my hand and be like, don't write your Velvet Goldmine. Don't even don't even write a don't fucking sentence. Up. Don't even write a sentence on it because you got too much other shit going on. So next week, hopefully I'll only do one goddamn episode <laughs> and we'll be good. But man, my, my mind has been fucking pudding with all the shit that's going on so but it's fun to be able to talk about this stuff it's, it's first world problems so and, it's a getaway and let me tell you though it's not just writing the the outline because with king kong it's a versus so we have 20 19 categories that we're breaking down that's a lot of homework and i just had to fit in king kong and godzilla end of last week and i'm still finalizing my my stuff for that with on top of everything else that we're doing so craziness uh but anyway i watched king kong godzilla this week i won't give my my, my big uh, reveal on those but uh, i had to watch both those velvet gold mine i uh, watched get out watch the flash what is it flash dude that's why it's gonna bring up i've been so busy this is the first time ever since flash has been released that i'm three behind three behind so i just need to find a, a time to it's a shame i won't be able to do it Sunday. and I then watched, on top of that yeah. my, my father-in-law is a huge star wars fan with the passing of his wife lately we haven't done our rpg star wars for like a year and a half and that's his escapism too and Ready so to start. i'm starting that up on sunday with him we're doing the force awakens uh starter you yeah, know thing campaign. Yep. yeah campaign so i haven't even opened that up to, to to prepare for for running that on sunday so i gotta run that on sunday and then um, I promised my daughter um, every once in a while we did a, um, a minions party about a year ago where we set up a, a tent um, upstairs in my bedroom and we kind of made it with blankets and stuff. And then we did root beer floats and we just sat underneath the tent and we watched minions. And I'm a big sentimental sweetie, you know, where I, like, I, I want those stories later mm-hmm. or I want her to share those stories. Yeah, those, with her those kids. are going to be the things she Exactly. Yeah. So um, we haven't done that since minions and uh, we've been. Like a couple weeks or last week, we had fifteen like people in this house, like eight kids, and we all wanted to watch Lego Movie, and we all wanted to watch Batman Lego Movie for the second time. We didn't have a chance to see it, so I was like, I told my daughter, I was like, we got Lego Movie, we're gonna start off on after we get down an RPG, and on Sunday, we're gonna watch sit down, we're gonna make a tent in her room, and we're gonna watch Lego Movie, and then we're gonna go right from that, eat some cereal, have a little cereal party, and then go right from there to see Batman Lego on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be nice. fun. Like a nice little doubleheader. Did you guys watch the Ninjago teaser? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait for you to watch that because I would do something <laughs> we got to talk about soon is the universe building for Lego because it's something uh, the the uh, the producer for the, the Lego movies mm-hmm. is he just said recently if he someone called him the Kevin Feige yeah. uh, of the Lego world and he goes wow if, if that's what people are calling me high praise indeed. Mm-hmm. And But he's even calling his Lego movies, Phase One. Uh, phase One is Lego One, um, Batman Lego, and then um, Ninjago Lego Movie Two. That's Phase One. And he goes, if that's if it's well received, I think ba- is Lego Batman doing really well. Yeah, it did fantastic. Okay, good, good. So if as long as Ninjago and everything keeps on going, he goes, Lego Movie was kind of like the the adventure movies in, in general. And then he goes, um, then we had 
Batman Lego, which is a superhero movie. The ninja movie is obviously more, you know, action ninja oriented. And he goes, we're going to just break all that open and we're going to go into different genres next year. So he's, he's totally following. They're going to do a Star Wars one at some point. Yeah, I think they should. Yeah. I think they should they, do one. They, they have the properties. The, well, yeah, that'd say, be foolish not to. They do the, uh, on Cartoon Network, they do the Star Wars shorts, which are, they're pretty fun. I mean, they just poke fun at, uh, you know, Star Wars as a whole. And, yeah. You know. So I am, and there's, there and. There's something I really want to talk to you about, about Batman Lego, mm-hmm. that I think is ingenious and it really opens a world for Lego. And uh, I, I don't know, I think there's a really fun universe building I, I want to see there. it. Don't think that I don't want to. I know, to, just busy, yeah. Slacking. So yeah, I'm hoping insane. that we can go watch it sometime together or you can sneak out, mm-hmm. watch it, and then we can have a, a, a Thursday conversation about just Lego, uh, Batman Lego world and building. world building in yeah. general. Because I think that's the... Uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. So anyway, that's what I've been watching. Um, i got to catch up on Flash at some fucking point. Is it good? It's all right. It just okay. is, is it kind of losing right. steam? No, I just think that he's doing a lot of bullshit. Last CW, yeah, a lot of a lot of CW. Oh, one Tree Hill getting in there, exactly. It's like <laughs> Riverdale. It's like, it's yeah. just, uh, but uh, but not a lot of flourish. Yeah. I need some more. Uh, I need some more superhero in. Less uh, less you know. Did I tell you I watched uh, Jean-Claude, uh, what's that Jean-Claude? Van Johnson? Yeah. It, it, it's the most perfect thing I've watched in a long time. I told I you a, a long time ago. It was I put a great. huge mm-hmm. smile on my face. I can't I'll wait for season two. Um, so anyway, guys, that's what I've been watching. Um, where can they find us? Uh, we are on adventuresinvideoland.com. We are on Tumblr. We are on Facebook. We are on uh, We are uh, on Twitter at, at videolanders, uh, or yeah, at videoland, is that what it is? Yeah, Video Landers, yeah. Yeah, at Video Landers. Um, uh, but you got to remember... Butt sex. The, yes, yeah. sure. Got to remember that. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're tired. Um, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. Yeah. I, I want to plug Facebook. something real quick before Facebook. we go. It's not uh, up yet. Look at this. We got ourselves some Facebook. I want to plug a butt. Yeah. <laughs> so check this out. There's something... It's on the website right now. Is coming soon. <gasps> actually, I can you pull up the website real quick and go to donate support. I actually I want one of you to read this. I I spent way longer than what I should oh, on our do- donate page. We have a donate page now. Sound right? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, let let Seth read the donate page because it it'll be it'll be more special coming from him because it's Star Wars related. <laughs> so I don't want to hear you talk about it. <laughs> Uh, Kyle's not a big Star Wars fan. No, yeah, Kyle's that never really watched Star Okay, can you read? This is our donate page. <coughs> Thanks for clicking on this page. Your continued support means a lot to the future of Adventures in Video Land. Any donations will be accepted with my, my, my humility and uh, much appreciation. It's up to you now. You're the chosen one. You're our only hope. In case you're wondering, donations will go directly towards the cost of running this show, which includes hosting the podcast, hosting the website, and renovating the studio. Your, uh, or you can make donations, donations via PayPal below. Hmm. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's, all right, uh, who right, says, right. what's that quote from? You're the chosen one. No. You are our only hope. The middle one. Part? My, my hu- human- humility, and, uh, I don't know much. I don't know what that's from. You don't know what that's from? What, should I? Yeah, that's Jar Jar. Sorry. <laughs> it's so, what your tattoo says. Yeah, sure. <laughs> On your butt. Sure. When does he say that? 
with humility, and, and that's when they kind of shove him off. And they, oh god, gotcha. because he was trying yeah, to be. It's the only time where Jar Jar is trying Senate. to be. Yeah. He's trying to be serious. Yeah, and they just say no. Just, and guess what? The the, yep. And then the emperor becomes the emperor. Yeah. I but anyway, you. that's not why I want to plug. What I wanted to plug is underneath that, right underneath donate. It says Operation Weatherproof. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So it's coming soon. Um, this is for anyone who ever wants to donate. Um, if you want to even skip past the donating everything else, you just want to donate to Operation Weatherproof. It's it's something where I don't want AV to ever be like a money money thing, but something that I would like to do. And this is not anything that's going to happen in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Operation Weatherproof. Right now we have a hundred dollars in our fund. Okay, we have a hundred bucks. Actually, like ninety eight dollars. Okay, which hey, if we if that's all we have, that'll go towards next year's bills, you know, for yeah. uh, the podcast or whatever. But what I'd like to do is um, Operation Weatherproof is going to have um, a list of everything that we need to make the studio to where we're not freezing our fucking ass off. And I would like to do this. My knees are pretty cold right now. Yeah, I'd like to do this by 2018. Yeah, you know, like uh, winter 28. So that's a year and a half, two years. Uh, if it takes us that long, hey, whatever. If it's 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, we get some big donations, like a couple hundred. Um, I think it's going to cost about a thousand bucks, a little bit under a thousand. I'm going to put a ceiling on this motherfucker. We're going to close all this off straight. So it's going to be eight foot ceilings. That's it. All that heat's going to be trapped in here. Kate Upton. That'll help with the I know too. Kate Upton's going to have to come down somewhere. But um, also to do that, though, there's a lot that goes into that. There's insulation, there's drywall drywall screws i need wood to fill in all this um so we can actually uh stick the uh the insulation through there um drywall mud uh we're going to put um a vinyl floor because right now my feet are cold yeah and my feet are always freezing when we do these in the we, we put underlayment on this concrete floor <coughs> which is like a blanket for the fucking floor and then the vinyl flooring no more cold feet baseboard heat that doesn't sound like a goddamn muffler in the wall. So we can keep on while we're podcasting. And I think that's it. But that gets pretty expensive. I think these, the, the flooring and the drywall is about 650 700 bucks. But anyway, all that's going to be on there. So if someone even wants to say, hey, I got the drywall. Done. And uh, everyone who donates, even if it's 20 bucks, 100 bucks, we're going to get a plaque. And that plaque is going to go in on the wall. And it's going to be people who actually built the studio. Yeah. So I think it's going to be cool. But, the house um, AV built. Huh? The house yeah. AV built. So, yeah. uh, but it's going to take us, if it takes a year, it takes a year. You know, but I figured we might as well set a goal. And uh, I'm going to keep everything very transparent. We have 100 bucks. We have 100 bucks. We get 500 bucks. We have 500 bucks. Once we get it all done, um, we'll move on it and build this motherfucker up. Mm-hmm. So that's Good. Project um, Operation Weatherproof. Cool. So, all right. Yes. Until next time, my good people. Keep your claws in. Yeah. Or something. Unless you're <laughs> <laughs> Bye.